sunk my destroyer. Once with dudes that come into the men's restroom and they have to make noise with every part of their body. And I'm not just talking about fart noises. Like I'm talking about the guys who come in and like they like slam the door and they're and then they're like they trip. Yeah, they hawk a loogie. Yeah, yeah, they hawk a loogie. They slam the doors. They like they drop their pants so hard their belt slams against the tile. They sit down so hard that you know you think like jumps yeah, up. Yeah, you feel the shake through the wall, right? And then they're like bang their arms because apparently they're bracing themselves for the massive amount of rocket propelled crap getting ready to come out of their out of their butts. So they brace their hands, slap them against the side of the stall, which your courts you're getting the tympanic other side of that where you're sitting and then yeah the whole time they're just going and then yeah of course you get all that great foley work right and then you know it made my flesh every now and then. he's gonna slap his foot you can hear him click on his phone because he doesn't turn off the haptic feedback so you're getting the on the phone yeah just constantly and then he drops another one yeah, and then when he goes for the toilet paper, he's pulling it so hard that you get the whole roll just spinning like mad, and you're like, "What the heck? Are you a Buddhist monk and you're lashing out? This is the only place where you feel you can just go insane." Because here I am, quietly trying to drop a deuce in the stall next to you, and you bring in this tornado of horror. Yes. That, and I'm subjected to it. And all I know, all I know is what shoes you're wearing. But so help me God, if I see those shoes later today, I will probably scurry away quietly because I'm terrified of you. <laughs> well, you see, they, so they've been holding noise. it in all day because they can't do that. You know, on the yeah, you, you assume it's the quiet guys. You got to assume it's like the super quiet guys. And they yeah, come into the bathroom and it's like. Now it's my time. Especially when, especially when no one can see them. It's they're freaking all Tasmanian. It's kind of like the internet, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, the anonymity of the internet. Yeah. Okay, so we've we've established that the internet is kind of like a stall. Yeah, the se. internet is the public restroom of the world. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty straightforward. I guess it's pretty dirty too. Yeah, yeah, pretty, it gets dirty, it gets tense, uh, and it gets it's just real. The worst, and they. You know, at least if you're going to, like, if you're seriously going to drop, you know, a 30-piece orchestra, <laughs> turn around and courtesy flush while you're in the process of it. Because I don't need to know the intimate ins and outs of every note your butt cheeks can flap. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't want to have the memory of that. I'll be, I mean, if I'm lucky, I have a cold, so I'm not going to have to smell you. But turn around and flush, for crying out loud. I, I do the... Uh, oh, yeah, the, the shirt, shirt the up shirt over the tent. nose. The shredder. I call it the shirt. <laughs> I, uh, I call it the shredder. <laughs> those those uh, quick flow toilets are the worst, though. Like, if you're trying to do a courtesy floss, oh, yeah. and then you do it, and then, like, two seconds later, it's done. You're like, dang it. Yeah, I'm still working on pushing. <laughs> I haven't even started yet. The nice thing is you can just keep courtesy flushing. If they're the we see where I work, we have the power toilets yeah. where it's like you know the fury of God. It doesn't last long, but oh my word, yeah, it's like and you're like thank you, mighty Thor has you know vomited no, his no, water. Don't take me too. Yeah, well that's the other thing. If you courtesy flush on those toilets and you don't lift off a little, you're gonna get Suction. almost like a side enema. You know what I mean? It's not gonna go up and in, but you're gonna get some splish and some splash. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta lift a little if you don't want to get drenched in the this turlet is, water. This is really hot. It is. It is. It's a super subject. It applies to everybody who's a dude. You know, no, I don't. I, well, we don't know what the women's one is like. Most of it. I will say it's a little creepy uh, at, at, at this at this restroom that I'm thinking of now that I that I frequent. Uh, the toilets apparently they're either 
in the men's and rest, men's and women's restroom, which are wall to wall, right? They're either connected through the wall, like one a one two toilets is one piece connected through the wall, and the, the wall divides them. Yes, or they're just like attached to the same support beams because when a big lady comes in and just drops herself on the toilet behind me through or her the wall, purse next to her, <laughs> no, drops herself. <laughs> I'm talking drops herself onto the toilet. I will me and all of my girth will actually get launched in the air like it's a teeter totter. Like I'll feel someone plop their butt down on the toilet because I'm suddenly whoa. <laughs> like I get just kind of jostled an inch or two into the air. So every time I go in there, as far as I know, there could be an 80 pound woman in there and I don't want to send her flying into the ceiling panels. So I'm always dropping. <laughs> I'm very gently just, you know, alighting upon the seat. You know, just very careful because yeah, I with a little beeping sound. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to pull a woman, pull a Goonies, and just launch a woman on the other side of that wall. I don't know what's going on, but I know when some lady comes in there and just goes, you "It's also, my time!" Boom. You also don't want to pull a woman and launch a Goonie either. No, you don't want to do uh, that. Well, yeah. it depends what you're into. Yeah. Yeah, to each his own. Welcome to the Better Kind Gamecast, everyone. Welcome to lucky episode number 25. Yes, that's 25. That means this is the podcast wherein we can rent a car. And we have to start paying insurance. Well, you have, well, you we have to go on your insurance. You have early. to go off your own. You have to go off your parents' insurance at 25. Yeah, but that's new. <laughs> we had to do that at 18. Yeah, well, no wait. It was twenty one. It was twenty one for us. Times have changed, man. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I remember I had to get my own insurance when I was twenty one. Wow. Whereas now it just got moved up to what twenty six because of the Affordable Health Care Act. Woo-hoo! And we will not get into that for we are not a politically minded podcast. Mm. Mostly, but <clears throat> if you want to know how that's going, just Google anything. <laughs> it, you can just Google German dungeon porn, and you will find out exactly how the Affordable Health Care Act is going. Obamacare. Anyway, welcome to episode twenty-five of the Gamecast, I the think video you game. Just made a political statement. I know, but it's just uh, yeah. if you don't shake your fist in the air and yell Obamacare, uh, you're just missing the low-hanging fruit. Uh, you know, Fair it's enough. funny. No matter what side of the spectrum you fall on, why. CNN told me Democrats are angry with it now. So I'm like, ah, I'm educated. But let's <laughs> talk about video games because that's the thing what we do. Now, yes, I am going to yes, tease a little yes. bit. Uh, we have a big announcement coming up at the end of the podcast. That's right. We have a big announcement. If you're a regular listener, it will uh, it will likely apply to you. So, hey, do me a favor. Stick around. Listen to the whole thing, and we'll get around to that. Why am I not telling you now? Eh, I'm a dick. Yeah, I'm kind of a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's that. So having said that, let's just jump right into things. On my right here is Mr. Christopher. Um, I didn't prepare. Oh, Audacious. Geez. You usually mm. never do that. No, I usually don't. I'm usually able to pull a name out of my butt. Yes. Uh, you got uh, some foam up there, though. Some foam? Oh, yeah. The, the butt foam. Yeah. Yeah. Our the listeners foam. have no idea. Callbacks to jokes that took place before we started recording. Don't always go Holler. off really well, especially when you call them out. They don't land super hard. Well, if you don't call them out, then it's just like, what the crap was he talking about? That was the whole point. Oh, crap, <laughs> because we were talking about toilets before, right? No. And it all ties together. No, it doesn't. That's none of the, That was a nice try. Is it? But yeah, uh, someone's got to try. I was trying to give you a little bit more time to think I appreciate that. Christopher Ashley Stump, how are you? I'm doing pretty, pretty well. Pretty well? Pretty well. Pretty, pretty well. Recording especially here on a Saturday morning. Oh, or it's, no, it's, right, it's, it's actually late afternoon. But in my mind, it's still Saturday morning because nothing else has happened other than just eating a meal so far from that, yet today. That is correct. 
So, uh, but yes, welcome, welcome on a Saturday. Welcome to my weekend home. <laughs> this is your getaway. This I know is this nice. is my weekend getaway. It looked exactly the same as the other one, but it's the weekend. Huh. Yeah, you like that. Well, don't I'll you? be, I'll be. And on his right, of course, the master controls, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. What's up? Stephen J. Howie here, uh, fiddling with his headphone cords, not striking the pose, just sitting comfortably. It's Saturday, Howie. He, there's no pose it's for right, Saturday, yeah, Howie. What kind of shirt are we working on? Take a day off. Um, I am wearing it's a, a trap. It's a trap shirt. It's a it's a shirt that has two mice in X wing pilot outfits running after a mouse trap. Three mice, and behind them, no, two mice. Behind them is a little tiny Admiral Akbar running as if he's shouting. And you're supposed to look at. Oh yeah, and the cheese is shaped like the Death Star. Hmm. So Admiral Akbar running after the two X wing mice running at the Death Star shaped cheese. That's on a mouse trap. Is this crossing a line? Can we just have you pose in all your t shirts, take pictures, and then post them up to the better kind? We. we why wouldn't we? We'd That's run out. After I'm a just saying, months. we need like a we need a nice collection of your shirts. t-shirt of the week. <laughs> yeah, kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. No, we need to actually just make some t-shirts and put them up, and maybe have enough following that anyone would ever buy any of them ever. Yes. So that'd be great. Well, yeah. Yeah. I got ideas. I got things cooking around up here in the That's old mountain. That's good. Huh? They're gonna come out someday. He's a cooking us something up. Hey, Chris. Yes. What you been playing this week, man? Oh, I've got, I've got a nice little plethora of games. Oh, a plethora? Yes. Hefe, what is a plethora? He hasn't been playing games for like two or three weeks. So. <laughs> That's true. Yes, yeah. No, uh, I want to do this entire scene from Three Amigos. Tell me, what is a plethora? Yeah, but I don't. I can't play along with that. Because if someone who is a friend of mine says I have a plethora, I would like very much to know that he knows what it means to have a plethora. Enough. <laughs> I'm going to give you time, because he actually says quite a bit in response here. Oh, okay. Um, can, I get, can I get back to you or something? Fair enough. We'll okay. pick that up later. We'll workshop good, that. Good, good, good. All yeah, right. We'll just we'll voice over me. I think I totally blew the line anyway, so it doesn't matter. Probably. Yeah. You suck. Um, let's see. A little bit of amnesia, Dark Descent. Right. Um, progressing a little bit more. Again, I don't get to play a, as much as I'd like to, because I only like to play it. It's nice to play in little segments. Yeah. I did die for the first time. I saw a creature, and it kicked my ass. And you are planning on bringing that to play next weekend at the Game Apocalypse here in the basement, yes. right? Yes. Okay, good. Um, besides that, I did my regular Dota stuff. Right. Uh, I've also been playing Kingdom Rush Frontiers. On your new gaming system. On my new iPad Air. Right. And it is everything I've wanted is it really? It is. Oh, it I is, just lost $7 or 5 bucks. <laughs> I mean, I had, as soon as yeah. we get out of here. Oh, wait, no. My how wife much, has the iPad. I'm I'll not wait sure how much home. it is. I think it was, I think it was like 5 Yeah. Um, it is the same game, but everything is different. How's that for a mind blow? That sounds exactly like everything I want, it's too. The it's same, <laughs> the same four basic towers, all different upgrades. Yeah. So it's a whole different <gasps> game there. New trees? Yes. No. Uh, new upgrade trees, new heroes. The heroes are a little different. You actually upgrade their abilities, kind of like you do upgrading the other things. Yeah, you could upgrade levels. the strength of them. And yeah. You, and, and then when you topped them out, they could throw spears at flying things. No, you're talking about reinforcements. I'm talking about oh, heroes. Yeah. I am talking about reinforcements. Oh, you actually upgrade the heroes now. Yeah, you get your categories. The heroes never do that much for me. They, in any game, in any game. No, they're vital. They're important in Kingdom yeah. Rush. But in any game, like, the heroes to me, it's like, I'm playing a tower defense game. I don't want to have to move some around like I'm playing an RTS. I, you know, that's kind of like that. To. That's how I, 
Oh, I, you have to, you have to, but that's not the highlight of the game for me. That's, no, I'm just, I'm just saying that's different. Yeah. Um, new maps, new enemies. So that's cool. It's yeah. like it's the same game mechanics, the same with different format categories. with new stuff to play with. Yes, it's new awesome. toys in the same game. Yep. That's cool. Um, that aside, I've been playing my Naruto game. Ah, Naruto. So I picked up my uh, wow. my dongle. Oh yes. No, you don't up, do it. It sounds racist when you do it. I know. <laughs> I picked up my dongle for twelve dollars on Amazon. <laughs> it was just laying on the floor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's my first time connecting to big picture mode on Steam. Yeah. With a controller. Yeah. Um, the game is interesting. <laughs> Interesting well, question mark. It's like the best way I can describe it to somebody is you're watching a movie. All right. Okay. But you are you play the fight scenes. Fair. Just like you would a 3D Marvel vs. Capcom fighting. Right. That being said, the fighting the ninja fighting is awesome. It's I wouldn't well call done. Marvel vs. Capcom watching a movie. That's just a no, straight I was Marvel vs. Capcom. Oh, but that's strictly the, that's the fighting, fighting style. The 3D yes. 3D, 2D, 2D view, but 3D polygons yes. fighting. Yeah. Okay. And it's 2.5D, like, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Um, the graphics for the fights are awesome. The special right. moves are great. Really? They're really pretty. It's Don't a know fun that game. I would have expected that. Yeah. Uh, that part out, the free roaming uh-huh. portions of the game are awful. Oh, no. Pitifully awful. Oh, no. The camera angle is non adjustable and yeah. it. It adjusts for you oh. at different views. Does it move like when you're going in a straight line? Does it ever just change around and say, look at it from this angle now, and you start veering off into like a mm, creek or something? No, it does. Only you veer off. So you'll be running down a path yeah. in a village, and you make it to a certain area that would normally be like a load screen, yeah. and it'll just change your view. Yeah. But if you were holding up to run, on your next view screen, up is the same way you just came back. So you'll end up double load screening. Yep. Which so yeah, because when the camera angle changes, you start yeah. running back in the other direction. Yeah. That's what I meant by like running into a creek. That is yes. the worst. A lot of games go. It's they try awful. to fix that by changing the camera angle and making it so until you let off the button, yeah, it they, continues in the same direction. But that to me is equally perplexing. It was awful. Well, and even the stuff they're having you do in the free roam is filler. Yeah, it's awful filler. It's not what I want. Right. But the the cinematics are. I love them because I like. The comic, and I like the show. You like Naruto. Yes. So if I would not recommend the game to anybody who doesn't like the show yeah, or the comic. I definitely don't think they're making the game for people who don't like no. the show or the comic. And I, I did get it for free uh, from a buddy at Namco Bandai. Right. Um, and another big problem I had was their voice acting. They It makes it sound like they'll, they talk in English. They have original voice actors from the show, and then they'll have the text at the bottom. Right. And they don't match up? Well, they match, okay. but it's it pauses after every single one for like a good four seconds. Uh, so it's like it's like uh, it's like they talk and then they it just sits there in limbo. And from watching the show, I the English ones don't come out quick enough, so I watch yeah. the Japanese English subs, and it's real quick text. Yeah. So I'm used to reading and then glancing up and yeah. seeing the action. Now it's like I read and I'm still Can you listening. Click to get to the next nope. line. Oh no! And that's what Cardinal I sin. Awful. Cardinal awful, sin. Awful. 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 See, that reminds me, like, in, and you've heard me talk before about the, you know, for the the current slash last generation 360 PS3 era. 
at the beginning of that era when Sega would put out any game, you were rolling the dice because, and this includes the very successful uh, first Dead Rising game, but I moreover think of their Sonic the Hedgehog that came out uh, originally uh, for, for for these platforms and between every single line, I, I, I basically the way you describe it is every line of dialogue had a load screen. Now it wasn't necessarily a load screen, but it would be a pause yeah. and a load. Now there actually would be a load screen in the Sonic, like between a line of dialogue and the next line of dialogue. Nothing changes. The scene's same, the same character changing, but you'd actually go to a load screen and come back for the next line of dialogue. It was literally, in my opinion, technically the worst gaming experience of anything I've ever played. And I've played some pretty bad games. I've yeah. done it. I've put subjected myself to some things, but this was literally like stuff that wasn't adding to the gameplay, but in fact was making you have a bad day. Yeah. And yeah, that, that pause, that painful it's, pause. It's very painful. Because you're just sitting there in limbo of waiting for the next person to talk. And you know that technically. And you can't do anything. There's no technical restraint that's keeping from being able to do that other than maybe the worst coding in the world. Yeah. Because you're like, well, we're, we're still loading just a line of dialogue and some text. We should be able to do this instantly. I should be able to skip from whatever I'm doing. It's just, why didn't this make this in? And yeah. you, I, I then wonder if it's because it's part of the localization process. Like you said, the Japanese dialogue is bam, 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 bam. Yeah. So when they go to localize it, if they don't have the resources to actually put in that extra bit of manipulation they need to to be able to make you jump through it the way you want to. So that's, you know, there's there's always a limited budget for that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that's oh boy, you got to really be committed to something to go. Yeah, that. and that's <laughs> I, I I did some reviews on it before, and that was one of the big grievances was long cinematics. Read and, some reviews. I did I, some reviews. I read and watched. Oh wow, did I say I did you said some, you did some reviews? Yeah. I'm like, oh, you just oh, farming out your reviews I did to anybody? Some research. Who, I should have said. Hey, should've. you know that review you did? Yeah, can I publish it too? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah I did fine. another one. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so all, all of that being, I mean, I'm probably going to finish it because I I do like the cinematics. I I miss good cinematics from yeah. games and the fighting is really well done it's fun and there's one multiplayer aspect where you get to play as the characters versus other players yeah and that's supposed to be pretty cool uh a grievance with that was they said of the i don't know how many 50 some characters a lot of them play the similar yeah so there's not like new experiences with a lot right but that's something i haven't tried yet uh, it's hard to do when you have that many characters in a fighting game yeah and i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna finish it but I would not recommend that to anybody who doesn't like the show. And even me liking the show, some of those parts are rough. Yeah, it's still a commitment. But, yeah, it's I'm, – I'm enjoying parts of it and I'm hating other parts of it. Yeah, but understood. For a free game, I still like it. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. That's, that's about all I have. Howie. Hey. What's, uh, what's been uh, – what have your fingers been tickling? Yeah. So uh, a couple games actually. What? Um, I'll I talk. love it when you guys say, I got a couple to talk about, not just, eh, nothing, bad it to the next one. How about you? <laughs> no. Eh, I drank myself sad. How about you? <laughs> and then I'm like, I got three, I guess. What have you been playing, Howie? Yeah, so the first one I want to talk about is Path to Exile. P-O-E, P-O-E. Uh, is, 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 that, is that a sub name? Is that like something colon Path to Exile? No. You know, like Mr. Holland's Opus, Path to Exile? Straight up Path to Exile. Okay. Yeah, it's an action-adventure MMORPG. Oh, that doesn't free sound like play. a straight path. That sounds like it's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it is a free-to-play uh, game. I've only got about 30 minutes into it, so I don't want to you know, g- give too much of a whether I like you it or not. You can tell us about the character creator, though, it, right? There is, there is none. 
Hey, hey. see that streamlined. <laughs> it is but, a straight path. <laughs> but you do select a style player. Um, a style player, where, like if you want to play a witch or you want to play. Oh, um, okay. Class. It's not like class. you know East Coast West Coast. No, or and you, you know Baroque. There's you pick a class, but you can't say, "Do I want to be a man or a woman?" It's whatever that class is, is what it is. So okay, um, I don't know if that's something they're going to be adding in later or not. But uh, you know what? It's not always necessary. Right. I mean, a lot of great games still pretty much limit you. Here, here's the three fixed characters. Yeah, you can be one of the three. The nice thing about that is, is you go boom, boom, you pick it, and then you go right to play. Right. So. You don't usually see that in MMOs, but yeah, if it kind yeah. of races you further into the gameplay, maybe that's how they set the hook. Yeah. So. I uh, I found it pretty pretty interesting up front. I only played just just uh, through the uh, initial. You're on this beach and you end up killing a bunch of things and getting to the first town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I um, uh, just went just beyond that. But um, the one thing that really stuck out in my mind stuck out in my mind was I like how stuck. Stuck. It stuck let's, it out. Let's go with stuck. All right. <laughs> The uh, the feeling I got when you're first fighting a uh, I picked a witch yeah and when I was first fighting uh, the first bad guy uh, it was it felt like when we played the beta of Star Wars I felt uh, Old kinda, Republic which yeah yeah at first level if I may the first, yeah. when we first jumped out you were playing a bounty hunter yep it felt you felt like a badass yeah even though you had just started you were a level one yeah. peon. The just the impact of the guns and stuff like that. Yep. You're like, this feels really good. I had a real similar feel to that. I just had a wand, and that was my only attack. And, and um, wands are not usually something that feel powerful. No, wands usually feel like I'm magic. I'm waving a glow stick, and magic dust is <laughs> knocking people over. Yeah, but the the sound and then the animations that went along with that, I felt okay. This is pretty cool. Cool. Uh, and then I got beyond, and I fought the first big guy. This is right outside the town, and. Uh, you know, you had I had to kind of kite him around and hit him a few times and kite him around and hit him a few times. At least for this class, that's what I did. And, wow, we um, use the word kiting. We yeah. don't do that very often. On our, <laughs> we're getting real technical game terms on people yeah. dropping knowledge. Uh, if you, kiting, uh, you know what? Let's yeah. tell people we don't have. A, I don't think of our subscription base. I don't think that a huge majority of them are MMO players. What is kiting? Well, let's, let's um, talk games. Well, in this in this particular kiting example, I. Hit them a few times, and of course they charge you, and they want to hit you because this is the melee class that you're fighting against. Right. So they want to do a smash and hit you really hard. So I let them get really close. I keep hitting them, and right before he comes hitting me, I go run away and then kite him to an area that's safe for me to turn yeah. around and start hitting them again. Yeah, it's called so, it's called kiting because back in the day, especially with older MMOs, War, World of Warcraft, for example, right. uh, you used to go in and you'd see a mob of dudes, and a mob meaning a, you know literally a group of bad guys. And let's say you are a DPS or a, a character that is focused on high damage rather than being able to take high damage, you're meant to deal it. Usually that means you're squishy, which I'm <laughs> just throwing out more terms, <laughs> yeah. which means you can't take a lot of damage. So you don't want to risk going in and aggroing. You like this? It just keeps building. Or basically getting all the attention of all the bad guys on you because you'll die. So you go in just close enough to get one. Mm-hmm. And then like like pulling a kite to get it go higher in there, you walk backwards with a kite. 
you know, you run backwards to get the kite to lift. You run backwards to get the one guy who's noticed you to follow you away from his group. Yeah. So you would not aggro the rest of the group and get killed. Yeah. And that way you, you pick them off one at a time that way. That's kind of the basis of kiting. It's now yeah. more universal and you can use it in a lot of different ways. Right. The best but way I can. I, I love dropping it. this kind of knowledge on people because even I forget sometimes that these, what these terms are. The best <laughs> so. way I can describe it is you're forcing them to walk where you want them to walk. Yeah. And you can That's attack the them on your terms. That's the most basic level. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're gaining the upper ground you're by not putting them where damage. you want them to be. You're not taking damage. You're dealing damage and you're forcing them where you want them to go. Right. Yeah. So that's what I did, and I beat him. Hooray! Yay! Uh, and then he leveled. I, <laughs> Ding. Yeah, I think I leveled. And the uh, the neat thing about the level tree is it's not simple. Well, that's no, cool. It's huge. It's it's very massive. Um, oh, this is the one you guys were talking about earlier. Yeah, right? it's, it's, on it's the, this uh, the big porch. massive thing that. Uh, and Chris, I don't know if you want to talk about it because you actually probably have a little more experience with leveling. I, I just did one. I level. was the fact that you guys have both played this. Yeah. I feel like I need to go install it today and try it out. I mean, free to play. Why not? Yeah, you can play. There's that, um, that free to thing. I don't know the exact number on how many uh, areas you can go, but it's the amount of paths that you can move are thousands upon thousands. Yeah. So, for example, when you level up, you can choose between two percent attack speed. Uh, 2% health, 2% defense, 2% dodge. Those are examples. I'm just throwing things out. There. So you can no, pick one. You, it. you can pick one. You'll go down a path. And then your next your next one will be, okay, well, you can either go back and take something you didn't pick up. So I'll take a 2% dodge. Maybe you want to go back for that health, or you can go for 4% dodge the next time. Or better with two-handed swords, or better with magic. And then as you branch out, you unlock different circle branches, which turn into like an infinite. And I think each class starts at a different area on this. Yes. Let's call it a globe because I think it's rounded. Right. So uh, you can run your class into someone else's skill tree. You'll just be weaker going from one point to the other. Yeah. Instead so what it of, sounds like to me is they get away with having very limited options on the front when you first start because very quickly a lot more options, like way more than you would traditionally get in an MMO where you're following a maybe a three-path skill tree, open up to you to customize highly what your character actually yeah. well, and, and that's what they wanted. They wanted a uh, very customized uh, set of skills for your character and how they perform. Like, you may well, have the same attack, but yeah. it does vastly different things. I love the idea of that because, you know, we always make fun of the traditional MMO uh, clan leaders. You know, World Warcraft clan leaders are like, okay, uh, everybody, I know exactly what your abilities are, so I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do. There's one thing you need to do, and you need to do it when you need to do it. And if you do it late, be, well, you know, this early game, or late, it, you don't level up abilities in this game. Yeah, but if it's level like, up attributes, yeah, if you if you can if every character can end up being so drastically different, you, that makes it think, it makes it more less predictable, right? Unless right. you went back and remapped, if you looked at your skill tree on a character, you could make ten witches, yeah. and you will not have the same character. That's right. see, that's to me, that's cool. It is right. because cool. in in World of Warcraft, there was always. There was like for some classes there was one right way to do it because yeah, oh there's a this staple. is a DPS class it's and everybody build. figured out how to get the highest DPS out of this class so if you don't level in this exact same way right. you're not doing it well, right and then, then they and changed then the some, game and it completely made that off but, right but then it's really quickly people figured out again out, they yep. calculate what the, this is the you know especially when it came to DPS classes yeah. everybody well you very can use math you can that. use simple math and and Blizzard wasn't necessarily uh, tight with holding what that math was. And so you could calculate, well, I have this and it's going to do this kind of percentage of damage. Right. You know, this have this percent of critical hits and that kind of thing. But, yeah. 
Um, another interesting thing that really plays well into having the a different like witch, you know, ten different witches is they have a mode where you can play each other. Yeah, uh, and fight each other. You know, it's like, it's a PvP mode, but it's more like you're in this environment fighting each other, not like I'm out in the open world fighting each other. Right. Um, they may have that. I don't know. But sort of like you know, like stadium battles kind of thing. So, kind of like yeah. that, where okay. you can take your character and someone else can take their character. I don't know how many you can do this at once, but you can fight each other. Uh, it makes it seems like you can have teams. Uh, and uh, that was pretty neat. Uh, I haven't did I didn't do that. Just watched some videos on it. Um. The other thing is it's very seems to be very gem heavy dependence on because mm-hmm. you don't your skills your skills that you use come from your gems you have your base attack and then you might get a gem that adds like the first gem I got uh, gave me the ability to summon up uh, three um, dead people as um, I forget what it called but um, skeletons uh, or something. yeah some kind of you undead. summon units to help you that's yeah. a pretty BA early skill yeah so well, the, and have, they level up with you it'd be cool if real life worked that way <laughs> you know hey congratulations we're taking the training wheels off your bike and you can summon three skeletons or yes. undead people to come fight with you yeah and uh, I, I kept getting different kind of weapons and, and some of them I couldn't, couldn't use but most of them I could uh, I'm sure it's, there's some randomness to that but um and this is – I just played 30 minutes and I got all this in. Um, yeah. Now, I'll just talk about a few things I didn't like. Um, I couldn't find a way to control my camera angle. Darg again was, with these camera Well, angles. it's overview, isn't it? Yes, it's an overview. I think that's how – I don't think you can change it. I'm not 100% sure. I found myself wanting to wow it out and, like, be able to see what's in front of me down the way. Yeah. Any you, action RPG, it's always an overhead Usually. And I think that's, I don't know if why they do that. Just probably because when the mobs, if there's tons of enemies, they think it's more beneficial to see down so you can actually run around things. Yeah, I, I just have this thing in me that I want to see yeah. what's ahead yeah, and not just what's in this small area ahead of me. Yeah. Um, I don't like to be surprised <laughs> by things, I think. Um, <laughs> I Yeah, I don't know. I, I hate when something can sneak up on my character that if I were actually at my character's eye level... I would be able to turn around and see. Yeah. I can't say that's actually one of my biggest beefs with that I struggle with it well early on and probably continually with Dota 2. It's kind of like uh just having that fixed camera angle drives me crazy. Yeah. And but it's part of the game. That's part of the design, but right. it drives me bonkers. Hmm. Um the other thing I didn't care for is I couldn't use Wazi to control the character. No. Uh, for those who don't know, there's W A S D keys on your keyboard. Um, but they did have a way to map uh, your keys up top to use run. So I can click W and it would make me run. And I would just point the mouse. I wouldn't have to click, but I just point the mouse in the direction I want to run. That mm. was a little bit better for me. Um, otherwise, you'd have to click on a place on the map and your character would run there. Yeah. I've never been a big fan of that. Um, those, yeah. A lot of those games are constant clicking yeah. where you click your distance and you're clicking to attack i feel like that's a leave over from the diablo one and two days where people well, just love and torchlight clickety clickety well torchlight though you don't have to control that way well, i i like how do you control i it? control torchlight with the uh, shift click to attack and i use wazdy to move and you hold down shift like with range you'll just hold still and shoot in you a were, direction you were using wazdy to move and holding shift click and attack. and you were uh doing your one through nine abilities yeah Wow, yeah, I can't do that. Oh man, I like to nibble I, fingers. I need to use all my fingers for all my spells and potions and all that sort of thing. Well, I died a lot. 
and I wasn't even playing on hard. I, so. I can't afford. I can't afford to die. I know. Yeah, I'm on hard so you don't have the luxury because you're ridiculous. Thank you. Understood. So oh, well, I'd rather like not use the mouse at all and, and double up on the keyboard. <laughs> I'm a straight keyboard, but it's hard to control your camera. Use, I only that. use keyboards for shooters. <laughs> I, I turn around really slow. Yep, that's right. Uh, but really, other than that, it was it was a lot of fun, and I'm, I'm anxious to get back and playing it some more. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that camera angle will ruin it for me or not. Yeah. Like, I have a hard time with that, but I think. I'm hoping I get used to it and I'm okay with it. Are you guys on like a special server or something? Oh, I when I, I just chose I played, America. That's I all played I when it wasn't on Steam. Chose, chose I played it. when it was like a a beta. Before, you played Steam. before it was cool. You're a path yeah, to exile yes. hippie yeah. hipster. And I played. I got up to like level 15 or something. Yeah. And then I saw it came out on Steam and I thought it'd be cool to start playing, it, especially because it's free. Because then yeah. all my friends can play with me. Right. Yeah. And so I'll probably get back into it knowing he's playing. All right. But. Yeah, that game is – it's definitely something that starting out is a little slow because you don't have as much cool abilities. Right. And as, like I said, one attack that I start right. off with. As you find more gems and you level them up, they start doing cooler things and you can start comboing yeah. things. But I really like – even crazy. the base attack that I got, I was like, okay, this is really cool. I don't mind yeah. throwing out a wand and taking people out. Yeah. Yeah. So – Yeah, um, it's it doesn't take away from the fun factor. It's just – it's one of those games that the more you can do – the more fun it is because your options are limitless. Right. Yeah. That makes can, sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, well, the the second game I played, I played a lot more of this, uh, and Corey did as well, uh, was uh, The Lord of the Rings War in the North. Is yep. That, yep. That's the one. Um, and the I won ring. <laughs> the the main That's reason I like this game oh, was yeah. it was The Lord of the Rings. Uh, <laughs> it, it had some... Some all right, some all right gameplay, and and some really neat depth in yeah, certain. You areas. touched on this last episode, but you barely gotten into it. Now you've put in several hours, right? Um, did we touch? touch well, on yeah, the last you, you were only thirty minutes in. I had not fired it up, or I had only fired it up. Are you sure? I don't think yeah. we did. I don't think we I'm did either. Pretty positive we did. You boys. Oh, because I didn't start playing. We this. really do need to start keeping score because I'll have another check next. No, time. I'm right. calling shenanigans. I am calling shenanigans. Too. Anywho, I don't, <laughs> that was when I didn't even have that humble bundle, and then That's, I bought it. That, well, you bought it under our advisement. Yeah, but you hadn't played War in the North. yet. This is not good radio. It is good radio. <laughs> anyway, how? <laughs> anyways, yeah. What are your impressions so, uh, as a major Lord of the Rings fan? Um, now? The, I I liked um, playing as completely different characters. I played a dwarf. Uh, but you know, there's no real relations to what's in the game or what's in the movies. No, they're related. Um, well, I mean, yeah, they're dwarves <laughs> and dwarves, but yeah. Um, Gimli, it's good to see you again, old friend. <laughs> honestly, the biggest disappointment with this game is it doesn't have Lord of the Rings music. That uh, allow me to, yeah, go, to go chime in because yeah. there's overlap because th- I played more of that game this week than anything else as well. And the whole time I'm playing this, I'm going, is this directly affiliated with the movies or not? Now, granted, that's kind of a weird question for Lord of the Rings because the movies are so deeply affiliated with the books. But, like, you know, the original, the uh, Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring game for Xbox, the original Xbox, was clearly had nothing to do with the movies. The the Although they're all inspired off the same people's artwork yeah. They, it, the artwork was very different from the movies. The music was not. So I'm playing this movie. I'm like, I, these are different characters. Okay, right away. Here's Strider. Here's Aragorn. It, it doesn't yeah. really look like him, but it sounds like a guy doing a bad impression of Viggo Mortensen. 
I'm not sure. And then I played enough of it to get to spoilers, Rivendell. And okay, yeah, I'm meeting all the characters and they are very clearly being modeled, right. not exceptionally well, but very clearly modeled after the actors. Yeah. The voices are clearly trying to sound like the actors. So there's that. And none of the music from the movies. Right. They had none of the music license. And I'm sitting there going, was this game popular enough for there to be a mod so I can put in the music from the movies? Because <laughs> this is a decent game. It's yeah. decent. It would be really fun if it had the music oh, yeah. that I'm used to, that I yeah. know, that would add to the atmosphere. Because as without that music... The atmosphere in the game is predominantly – it doesn't feel Lord of the Rings-ish. It just feels like generic fantasy with I mean, big there castles There are spots and stuff. that – Yeah, there's of, certain but... points where you like look off and, oh, look, there's a hobbit hole on the yeah. hill and stuff like that. Right. But you spend a lot of your time going through castles and haunted hillsides right. and stuff like right. that, which could be from anything. Absolutely. You know, and so it's kind of like – you know, if all you're doing is constantly killing goblins and undead, that could be any game anywhere, even yeah. if with a dwarf, an elf, and a, and a ranger. Yeah. But if they were to just throw that music in there, something that we've already learned to affiliate with Lord of the Rings because of the movies, it would it would cement it yeah. as Lord of the Rings. And having this kind of like generic sub-orchestra music in there just doesn't cut yeah. it. And it's not really that good of music anyway. It doesn't – it's not – No, it, it doesn't it, – do anything right. for the game. Now, now, the thing that I really liked about this game was it takes – it starts off – you, you're going – you're at Bree, and you're just at there. At the Prince and Pony. Yeah, at the Prince and Pony, meeting up with uh, Strider, and you're just a couple of days before Frodo gets there. And and you're, you're explaining you it, that – And Strider's hanging out there waiting yeah, for and, Frodo. And, and the thing that I love most about this game was it was your job – Throughout this whole game, at least from the point that I've played so far, right. to keep a lot of the forces of away. Mordor. Yeah. Uh, keep their <laughs> eyes off of Frodo and onto you and Never make, make a lot of ruckus up in the north. Um, yeah. You're the distraction. Yeah. You, so you're, you're the, the, yeah, you're, the, the you're, you're, te you're like SEAL Team 5. You know, you're the ones being sent out to like keep the other bad guys around busy. Yes. So that, you know, the team, SEAL Team 6 can get in and kill Osama. It's yep. it's really it is kind of cool. It's it's I believe uh, there's obviously a lot of characters in it that are from like Simrilian and Tolkien back Tolkien background stuff and stuff. Mm -hmm. like but I believe this is a completely original story. I, I, I've not heard of this uh, up until this point. Yeah, so, and yeah. it's it's really cool. Like you know, at one point you're going after to uh, basically distract one of uh, Sauron's. Uh, one of the the Witch King dudes. Yeah, I forget his or, name already. <laughs> yeah, Diggeragaron, Dag Daggerdorn, Digger Diggerdargadarn, Digger Digger Bear Bear, Digger Digger And so, like, you're going and like very early on, you're standing in front of one of those dudes, which is pretty ba. You're like, well, I'm gonna die because I'm a weakling, and he's one of them's. <laughs> yeah, but you know, things happen and stuff. But yeah, and then there are lots of things that. It's kind of cool because there are stuff that you hear referred to in other portions of Lord of the Rings mythos where you actually do get to go to those places and see those exact games. So it's kind of cool in that yeah, regard. Yeah, right. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely recommend uh, 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 if you can pick it up. I don't, it's not on the – it was on the week – no, it's on the existing Humble humble Bundle, right? I believe that Humble Bundle is over. Oh, is it over? Yes, well, that was part of the, the Humble Warner Brothers Bundle, the one that had the Batman uh, right. Arkham Asylum and stuff like that, which, you know, uh, by the way – we talked about that Humble Bundle last uh, podcast. They ended up Humble Bundle ended up adding four or five games to that bundle in the second yeah. week, and then giving them 
to all the people who had bought it the previous week as well. Yeah. So if you did buy that Humble Bundle and you're listening and you only got the original games like Arkham City and whatever that came with it, you can actually – there's a few more games they've tacked on. One of them is like an intro booster pack for Lord of the Rings Online, which is yeah. a free game. It's a good MMO. It's free. And it's like – it gives you some bonuses and stuff like that. Just, you know, some you know, some cool stuff they've thrown in there. So that's yeah. just another great thing about Humble Bundle. But, yeah, a we, got, we, was, we got this and there's an expansion pack. Isn't there for War of the North? Yes. Yeah, we got both yeah. of those as part of the last the Warner. Brothers. That was in the Warner Brother one. Yeah, yeah. Now another thing I would recommend. Uh, I have not done this yet, but uh, from what Corey says, this is help, very helpful. I, I'll even recommend it if you want. I was playing. Uh, <laughs> well, let me tell you tell what I was doing, and then you can recommend Set the stage. Uh, I was playing on my keyboard as you typically do on a PC game. Generally, generally with a mouse and keyboard. Oh, uh, as I have ranted about, that's what most yeah. gamers on PCs right. do. I uh, was finding it very difficult to understand how to navigate the menus. I was doing the menus, but I'm like, this does not make sense to me. Uh, and I'm playing the game, and I'm like, this doesn't quite feel natural right. as a PC gamer. Um, and then Corey proceeds to explain. I uh, the second I fired up the game one time with Howie looking just to see. He was like, I want to see if you understand these menus. And I, I fired it up, and I was instantly like, well, they're clearly they don't feel like a Western-developed Menu style, our normal PC game sensibilities are not present here. The next time I, fi- I wasn't even thinking, the next time I fired it up, I had my controller on my Xbox controller connected and activated. And uh, when the game fired up, it was a whole different thing. It looked the same, but all the button prompts and stuff next to the menus and everything were the 360 controller buttons. It was all very much incorporated and it became very clear. Oh, this yeah. is a console game. Yeah. Mm. And so, and also the controls are. Well, I never actually got into control the game much with the mouse and keyboard, but I would never want to. It is very, very clear this is a twin stick game. Yeah, uh, it is very, very much to be you know better. It's how he was saying, "Eh, the game's okay," and I was saying, oh, "This game's pretty good." And the reason for that, I think, is because I was using the controller yep. from the very start. Absolutely, I can I, see where that would totally make a difference. And what it ch- completely changed my experience? What it what it rem- what it harkened back to for me, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I loved the uh, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance one and two games that were on. Uh, I think they were on PS two. Uh, they might have been on. They might have been on GameCube. I know they were on Xbox. That's why I had them, and I loved those games. <clears throat> and those were three player, two three player dungeon crawlers. Same thing. You had three characters: dwarf, an elf, and a you know whatever. And you go through and you do all these missions. Now that was uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Baldur's Gate is a Dungeons and Dragons thing, so mm-hmm. that was part of that property. But as we all know, Dungeons and Dragons is kind of a take off of the Lord of the Rings mythology. And so uh, playing this Lord of the Rings game that was very very similar. To that game. Now, that game was kind of top-down view, and you had a lot more view of your surroundings, and it had a very gamey aspect to it that was actually very uh, charming, whereas this game is kind of going for realistic Lord of the Rings-style fighting. I kind of like that charm. I, le- I I prefer that charm that that game had that was like, this isn't so much to be realistic, but just to a format that we can deliver this game style to you in. Yeah. This is this is There's no game format. This is just a hack-and-slash beat-em-up. I, I got lots of problems with it. You know, the, you, I complained about the music, but there's other things like uh, I seem to die all, or not quite die. I get downed all the time, and then the AI has to come save me. And there have been more than a few times where I felt like the AI shouldn't be able to save me right now, and suddenly one of them is able to pop up and come over and save me. Like, I feel like they're both down, and then as soon as I get down, one of them is up. Like, there's like sort of like this this uh, this softened bell curve that's trying to help me through the game, and I'm kind of not... That doesn't make me feel good. That to me just says, all right, you didn't kind of, you didn't wait this out properly. You didn't wait yeah, it properly. Right. Um, 
there are times where I'm completely BA and untouchable and I turn the corner or the next level and I'm getting completely wasted by one, one creature hitting me when there's 15 of them gathered around me or five of them attacking me at once. The first guy hits me and I'm down to 10% health. And I'm like, all right, what am I? I'm not that bad at playing these action RPGs. What is going on? But this is really, I mean, if you say an action RPG, it's just, I almost call these, these used to be dungeon crawlers. I, I'd say this is a, this is a, it's a hack and slash game with some RPG elements. But hmm. yeah, if you, it, especially if you play it with a controller, and I can't say that enough, it, it's fun. It really is fun. If you like Lord of the Rings, by all means, play it. But is yes, there any way you will of long for the music? I'm half tempted to turn off the music and just play the soundtrack from Lord of the Rings in the background. <laughs> you know, I'll be like fighting somebody like crazy, and I'll be hearing like you know Into the East playing in the background. I'll be like, well, this doesn't line up, but it's still better than the alternative. Is there any way to know on a game? Without actually like doing research on it, if you fire it up, is it is there any way to know should I use a controller or should I use a keyboard? I don't know. Uh, Steam Steam has done an okay job of showing what games have controller support. And if you go in the store, right? And you but look just because that page, support doesn't mean that's it's the thing. Necessarily meant that's to the be thing. Like but that. I mean, arguably, if you remember when we all bought Flat Out for two bucks years ago, when the Steam sales were first becoming very popular, we were like, "Yeah, we're all going to get this racing game," and we got into them, and we you know a bunch of keyboard and mouse guys. Got into him and realized you, there was no mouse support whatsoever. Yeah, you, it was, and it was the worst keyboard support ever because that game was meant to be played with a controller. None of us had controllers, but it still could technically be played with a keyboard. It wasn't fun at all. No, it was not fun. No. It was not a game. It was like that a was tech w- demo. That was one game where I felt like I did waste two dollars. Yeah, yeah, two dollars. <laughs> that's two dollars you wanted back. Like yeah. that. Could, that was a large Mountain Dew. And I, just I don't. Lost. I don't think I've ever said that about anything ever. Yeah, and that. But it was terrible. If you'd had a controller, that have felt like a different game. Yeah. But the thing is, you could technically play it, and you're not going to penalize a game by saying, "By the way, the controls for this game suck on the store page." That's not fair. You know, that's up for players to decide. But at that point, it is up to the player to do some read some reviews, listen to some podcasts and things like that to uh, find out first. You know, when they're this cheap, you kind of jump in. I mean, all in all, I'm out, what, less than 50 cents for this game? Yeah. I mean, if I get more mileage out of it than the other games I got in the system or in that bundle, I'm still only out five bucks. It's a great deal. Yeah. It's a great deal. Uh, I, I. What are you going to do? It's it's a it's a problem. It's been a problem for the last generation. I'm hoping we'll see a little better in this new generation when it comes to PC support, because especially with Steam machines coming out, Steam OS, the fact that PC has been very popular for the last couple of years, I really think I, I really think that door is going to swing back in the other direction where their developers are going to be a little more PC sensitive, even if it's not their lead skew. So we've got that to hang our hat on. One other game that I played this week that I want to get in, I played a little more Medal of Honor, which I mentioned last podcast, and I will be playing no more Medal of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> why that, is that? That game sucks. I get it. I Howie. understand why. When it came out, this hallowed franchise, when it decided to do its first modern game, and everybody said, it's just, it's not, it's not good. It's not good. And I'm like, but it's a shoot, it's a military shooter. What do you expect? No, they're right. It's, it's not good. It is so funneled. It's literally kick door in, clear the area, and then there's no choice of where you get to go. You never get to choose whether you're going to go left or right, even. You know, that's not, that's like, if I could even choose two rooms to go, I'm going to go in this room or this room before we, you don't even get that much choice. Yeah, it's about you clear the room and then all the guys line up on the next door and yell at you over their walkie talkies to come kick in the door. 
and they'll stand there forever until you come kick in the door. And then you clear the room and they wind up on the next door and yell at you to come kick in the door. That is the most linear shooter I've played in 15 years. I'm just, I, yeah, I, you know, it I'm got so, boring. I'm so what did you expect, that. though? I'm so beyond that. I loved the old play. Medal of Honor games, the old World War II Medal of Honors on Xbox. Awful. Allied Assault <laughs> was a great game. It was a great game. And it, it was, yeah, they were linear, but they were linear out of the fact that that's all the systems can handle. And within whatever they could do, like the levels they could make, you could go anywhere you want within that. It was just you. You were the only one. You didn't have a team back then. There was no AI. It was just you doing what you want to do to get through. Yeah. Lone wolf. So I, that doesn't feel this way. At this point, it's like you clear a room and you can't go into the next room. You can't even move anything until you go kick yeah. the door in with these guys. You can't look through the window to see what guys are in the backyard. I'm going to cap them before I go out there. No, you have to do everything the at the time the game wants you to do it. And yeah. if you don't, if you do find a way, like if the guy tells you, hey, hold back, I see some guys up ahead. If you do run out and want to shoot them or like try to do it differently or shoot them early because you can see them, but he wants you to get closer. But you're looking at it going, I have an advantage. I'm right here. I can see all of them. I can cap here. If you start doing that, the game will punish you. It will throw out extra dudes. It'll do, it'll like raise an alarm. It'll do everything to punish you for playing the game, anything other than the way that it dictates to you to play the game. Yeah, see, that's not fun to me. No, uh, it's not. It's, it's, I feel like we've gotten beyond that style of play where actually players can have choices and they can uh, take the game in a different direction or, or feel like they're taking a right. game. Right. And in this a game's direction. a few years old, but I think your statement applies even at that I point. Agree. In time. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's like, come on, I'm not dumb. You don't need to. Kite me around, you know. Yeah. The game. Oh, there he went. He yep. said it. He shoots and he scores. Yep. And I, you know, as a player, I like to kite people, but I don't want to be kited as a player. That's, uh, a, that's a really interesting way to look at that. Yeah, I like that. Let's they're, get that on a shirt. Kiting us. Let, let's get that on a shirt. Don't kite me. Let's let's <laughs> make the t-shirt right me, now. Don't yeah, kite don't kite, kite me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can't think of the graphic that would go with that. Maybe it's just giant white text on a black T-shirt, <laughs> impact font. Don't kite me, bro. Yeah, that's that sounds. That's timely. I like that. I like that. <laughs> it's not. That's not a dated reference at all. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you though. I agree with you. I I want the game to allow me to be in charge. I mean, there's certain there's certain obviously exceptions to right, that. Right. You know, times where you need to be stealthy and stuff like that. But when like if I'm at the top of a ramp. And the dude's like, here, let's get, let's go down here and we'll take him out. And I'm like, they've got dudes on the second floor and you want me to go down into the alley before I fight them. I'm up here looking down at everybody. They don't know I'm here. I've got three quarter body coverage. You're, you know, I'm three quarter, three quarters in a, you know, covered. I can cap all these fools from here, but you want me to go down, lay on my belly in the dirt where I can't see anything yeah. well, before yeah. the fighting starts. That makes no it, sense. It, because it makes it more intense game. And play. as my dad would say in a movie, when you're like, why did that guy just do that? Or why did that person say that? My dad would say, eh, it's in the script. <laughs> and that's what it is. Like, that's yep. what the game designers thought would be the most intense. So you have to do it that way. Right. What they should do is not show you the other option. Yeah. If they're going to do that. Well, yeah. Put put some potted plants there so I can't see or something. Yeah. It's just simple so that I can't see exactly what it is. <laughs> what are these potted plants here? <laughs> this seems <laughs> foolish to have these here. Are these daisies? In the middle of Afghanistan. <laughs> so anyway, that's enough about all that. I don't want to go on anymore about Medal of Honor. If I don't, we'll take that everything that's hanging right here. I'm going to make some more noise. Yeah. Hey, noise. Ah, Foley work. Oh. Her <laughs> Very uh. nice. <laughs> That's really nice, Chris. That yeah. wasn't phoning it in at all. That was wonderful. I'm just trying to cover you. Well, down. if the user, the users, if the listeners have uh, realized we took away Corey's iPad. 
Yeah. You took it we will away. Never, we will never force you I'm, through that kind of crap I am again. A man. We apologize. I am a man. You did not take my iPad away we from are me. so my, sorry. My wife did. <laughs> if it didn't take so long to record that episode, we probably would have just deleted it because he was just... It's pretty awful. The iPad will be coming back sans all of the extra sounds. Once we get some news music and some new segment music put together, we'll uh, we'll bring that back. And hopefully hopefully maybe seven or eight less connectors for it to go through before it goes into the (laughs) audio interface. Anywho, that brings us to news. Hey, guys, news. News. That's exactly why we need the iPad, that sound right there. There's nothing going on. Nothing going on. Today, Saturday, November, what, 16th? Is it the 16th? Yes. Tell me it's the 16th. It's November the 16th. 16th means that yesterday, what happened, Chris? Yesterday, um, the new Impala came out. The new Impala? The new Chevy yeah, Impala? the new Chevy. Uh, the 2014. Does it have round taillights? Uh, Tell me it does. We don't know specifics. Oh. They only gave us the uh, the AutoCAD. Does it come switch. factory with some sweet hydros? It does. So I can go pimp some hose? Uh, well, you could say that. What? what? Now they did throw it in a blender and blend it up, see if it would break up or not. Yeah, nice. and it got a it got yeah. a K factor of two for that. Test. Wow, how not spicy bad, is it? How many Scovels? Oh, uh, Thirty-seven. I would say Yikes! definitely. Yeah, it's definitely. I don't even in the know oven. if that's a lot. <laughs> well, it's in the oven for like forty-five minutes. Whoa! Yeah. All right. Back to things that matter. All the right. PlayStation got released. PlayStation the the PS One. Yeah, the original PlayStation. Yep, the original yeah, the one that you say PlayStation. Yeah. Now, PlayStation, you may sound like a Hot Pocket when you do it like that. PlayStation. PlayStation. Like Jim Gaffigan has a whole routine about PlayStations, giving him diarrhea. Listen in, everyone. PlayStation 4, known as uh, by some as the PS4, a little more game lingo for you guys to go with all that MMO bullcrap from earlier, came out yesterday. Yeah. Howie, did you get a PS4? I No. Chris, did you get a PS4? Well, well. No. Yeah, ask me. Did no. you get a PS4? No, 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 no. I did not. I did not. I did not buy a PS4. Wow, so all of us have one. Yeah, that's exactly right. All of us have none. <laughs> all of us have I, none. Uh, we, but uh, hey, you know, anything can happen. <laughs> that's true. You know, that's there's uh, we're we're uh, we're cheapskates with very little time, and as a result, we're like we're not apt to spend full price on that many things, especially when we just don't know how the cards are going to fall. As much as we've been recommending PS4 spec wise and just expectations, there are a lot of loyal Xbox yeah. fans out there. And you just really don't know the way things are going to fall yet. So although we've been reluctantly willing to give out advice, we are not willing to take our own advice just yet. So always bear that in mind, dear listeners. But, but the PS4 did come out. Well, I think it's it's good to note that we're not getting an Xbox One next week either. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, okay, Chris no, might be I'm getting not. an Xbox One soon. No, I don't care. No, he's waiting. And, and when Titanfall t- comes out, nope. then he might. Fable. Well, when Fable, Fable come yeah, out. I think Fable. Fable will be the last one to come out of my three games that I care about. So I'm going to get all three of the games once Fable's out. When, what what, what if all of your friends have stopped playing Titanfall and they've moved on? I don't think any of – one of them is getting an Xbox. The rest of them are waiting just like me. Just waiting to see what happens? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean the whole problems of no one wants Red Ring of Death, blah, blah, blah. All that or stuff whatever that it does. Yeah. Uh, let the hiccups go out first. That's yeah. kind of our philosophy. Speaking Why- of hiccups – yeah. You have hiccups? I had I had a wicked case of hiccups this morning. Oh. On the way to meet up at Salsa Grill, I was like, man, I got to get some What's Mexican that? food to pile in there. Salsa right. Grill, that's the restaurant where you ate lunch today. Huh. I'm surprised. I thought you were there with us eating the food that you ordered. Uh, yes. Holographic weird. projections. Yes. I, uh, I, 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 speaking of hiccups, back, back yeah, to that. Yeah, back to that. 
the uh, there's been some hiccups with the PS4 launch. Yeah, now a, a it couple. is. It's a system launch, and there's a lot of softwares involved, so there are often hiccups. So don't freak out. And hardware communication. But there have been reports of there's been reports of several somewhere between several and many, but far from most. Uh, uh, PlayStation 4 is arriving DOA, especially pertaining to the early PS4s that went out to the people who won through the Taco Bell codes on the uh, combo boxes. We tried desperately. How many, we entered like what, like ten of those in? Probably like ten, and we didn't get one. That's like yeah. fifty bucks, and that was a and hell we didn't of a get Saturday. One. That was a hell of a Saturday. Yeah, to it, was, it was a worse Sunday, believe you me. Uh, we, but yeah, the people you you could enter a code online, and, or no, you texted a code, and it would instantly say, "No, sorry, you suck today." And then if you were yeah. me, you would then immediately text the word stop so that it would forget who you are, <laughs> and then the next time you text it again, you don't get one, and you text stop. Um, and so anyway, a lot of those or or several of those aroved aroved arrived arrived they stuck dead on arrival yep, stuck uh when dead people receive them arrival. and of course Sony's making amends to all of those things they're reacting as with as much agility as they can more or less uh there's also been uh, there was a lot of choke on the PlayStation network uh last night on day 1 uh was that obviously just overload well part I, you know you wonder because they're like okay is it really overload? Because on day one, are you really having that many people on? Duh, you are having that many people on. Well, but, but you know the fixed after, number because of the pre-orders. Well, think about you know December twenty fifth, December twenty sixth. There are going to be even more people on at those points. Yeah. So the big thing though is that everybody, as soon as you plug it in, you got to do the day one patch. Yeah. Okay? The day one patch has a huge amount of functionality and improvements in it that because they've had to manufacture and they've had to manufacture and box these things for the last few months, couple months. And in that time, development has continued in a mad race, right? So you have to day one patch. Well, if everybody's downloading this gigantic patch yep. at the same time, overloading networks, that can choke a system. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's not surprising. A lot of uh, forward things. They did. Sony, I was impressed by this. They made the patch downloadable before the system came out. And I, at first, I was like, what? How is that even a thing that matters? But yeah, a lot of enterprising and forward thinking individuals downloaded the patch onto a thumb drive. Yes. Got their PS4, pulled it out, slammed the thumb drive into it, and installed the patch. And I'm like, brilliant. Brilliant. I don't think many people would think to do that, but right. it's still a really, really smart move. So yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, that, not they, the fact that the network went down. Were they uh, bit torrenting bit the updates like some I, some of these things do? I have no idea if the or if the updates are torrented. You mean being like crowdsourced? Yeah, uh, I I doubt it. That would have been probably wise, but I doubt they had that because I I don't know how much they would be able to plan on how they could depend on it. You know, maybe that's something that could work in later. I don't know. Well, the thing is, you want it up front, not necessarily later. Well, I know, but the, for for more updates in the future and yeah. things like that. So I, I really have no idea how uh, if it's coming straight from the servers or being crowdsourced at all. I've, I if I had if I were a betting man with absolutely nothing to back it up, I'd say it's straight server download. But yeah, it'd be my guess too. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going through kind of rough patches. We've uh, we've had a chance to sit down and review some gameplay footage uh, for various games, uh, Killzone, uh, Battlefield Four, some uh, what's the one with the little robot dude. With the or the guy who is a bunch of stuff. What's that one? I don't think they. Don't it's a know. one word name. It's a little it's a little platformy game. The dude collects relics or whatever. Yeah, you guys know. know what I'm talking about. It's escaping us, and these two have not been paying that close attention to no, the actual PS4 I, launch No, because I wasn't. Games. I wasn't too interested. Yeah, it did not blow me away. Like well, we, I we've watched to. some footage of these. Uh, initial impressions. Go. No, none. 
<laughs> I, it looks was like it a, beautiful. It reminded me of a PS3. Yeah, and that's the new design is. I love the way it looks. The yeah. parallelogram. It looks really cool. The actual system design, the hardware but design, the, and yeah. I don't really know. What, well, what about we've seen a little bit of like the dashboard and the system interface. What do you think yeah, of that? It without actually trying it, I feel like I can't comment much. But it, it looks, looks pretty. It looks good. It's a little. It looks nice. It's meatier than the cross media bar was, but not as like not as much of a cluster. Uh, uh, What's the word they use in in uh, that West Ender? Oh, cluster cuss. Not as much of a cluster cuss <laughs> as the uh, 360. Uh, yeah, it, it seemed better than the uh, the PS3. And it looked really responsive, really poppy, going in the and out music of games. In the background, that was nice and relaxing. Wasn't that gentle? It was. Oh, it was it's, like a day at the just spa. Magical. A day, it's like just magic fingers tickling the insides of my ears. Okay, stop. But these, this sneezed. is the problem I have with launch consoles: <laughs> is normally the games aren't to spec for what the the console can do and the console isn't even up to spec to what it will eventually be able to do and there's so a number of reasons there's, there's a number awesome. of reasons there's reasons that can be helped and there's reasons that can't be helped there's yeah. reasons that can be helped on the games that are developing from the ground up for the new consoles still not being really great is <laughs> because how long have they actually had a dev unit in their hands how long have they actually had fixed specs to work from i mean the console the drivers all the things that make the thing tick are changing up until the day comes out. So that's hard when it comes to the games that are being multiply or at the same time being developed for uh, the new consoles and the old consoles. Well, then you have a split dev team working on two different platforms. So there's that issue. And then you've got the whole other issue of, you know, we do the split dev team and this other dev team is dealing with the new system. They don't know. So you get like what happened with the first Madden on 360. half the, half of the options have been cut out of it. Mm. You were paying more money because we were going from $50 to $60 for new games back then. So you're paying $10 more for a game with fewer options in it because they just didn't know how to do it and didn't have the time or didn't bother putting the resources into it, but are still willing to charge full price and in a, in a higher full price at that. So you're, we're already running into that. We're seeing that, you know, like some of your sports franchise games are going to, are a little slimmer. The call of duty ghost isn't really doing anything new, like a big sequel would. It's uh, you know, it's got some new stuff in it, but it's not really increasing the load. Like you expect a big console launch sequel or ideally not. You would expect, but you would ideally like a big console launch game to do. It's just kind of, Here's another thing, and we're still figuring all this out, so yeah. you can't expect a lot of new stuff. So, you know, it's like these new consoles now come in, and instead of with a big explosion of awesomeness, like back in the day when you had a Mario launch game, back when Nintendo still gave a crap about that, which, has there ever been a Mario launch game? Super Mario World? Was that the only one? Mm, was pa that was even one? Paper Mario? That was launched for Wii, wasn't it? For Wii? That, did Paper uh... Mario even count? That's not a mainline. You're Mario asking game. about Mario games at launch, and I think either was. way, big launch games used to be really big, really important. But now it seems yeah. like the really big franchises they want to hold back so people can get used to the new system. So these huge systems come in with kind of a you know one of those little party popper things where you pull the string and a couple stringers come out and you go, oh that was festive, I guess. Yeah, well you know it, they're so focused on racing each each console is racing each other to the market and being the one that's. The better one, yeah, that the one to get as, the first players yeah, installed. They're they're more focused on that than they are focused on actually making it, you know, solid and good, solid, functional, fully functional out of the gates. Right. God forbid. Yeah. 
You know, it's like and we're well, still we'll talking about resolutions. You know, yeah, on on the games. And oh yeah, it's it's and just the fact amazing. that thirty frames per second is still something that's hard for games to achieve. I'm going. You've got all the power you need to make a good looking game thirty frames per second. You just have to start making some cuts. You have got to start scaling back some textures and some shadows and some lighting effects. It'll look better, liquid smooth, than it will at five frames per second with a bunch of explosions. I'm sorry. Figure it out. Learn how to level load what you're doing. Yeah. I know I'm making it sound stupid easy, and it's not stupid easy. But well, if they just made everything top down and didn't let you control your camera, then you'd be fine. There you go. Problem solved. You're welcome, industry. We did it. <laughs> we solved the problem. Yeah. We Knack. win. Knack was the game. Knack. Thank you very much. No wonder I couldn't remember. That's that's very inconspicuous Is it word. Knack on Steam? No. That's PS PS uh that's Sony exclusive. There's a game similar. I'm going to look Might it up. Might be a game called Knack. I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah, PS4 is out. We're not real impressed. You know, we've we've looked at all of these, and it's, we, you know. And I'm not really surprised that I'm not impressed. No, I don't, we didn't expect to be impressed. We didn't expect anything to be a jaw dropper. When the 360 came out, I don't think anything was instantly a jaw dropper. I remember, I remember looking at Perfect Dark Zero, which was the one that everybody was screaming about. And I was like, that game looks like crap. And I think history proved me right. Um Right. I also wasn't that big into Perfect Dark on 64. I'd kind of already moved on at that point. I knew Perfect Dark should have been GoldenEye 2 or whatever. And I was like, not really into it. But uh, I'm going to I'm gonna say things so far going, I think, as expected. I think it'll be really telling to see next week. Because the console race, although it'd be nice if it wasn't a race, it'd be nice if we could all afford mm. both of them. It is a race, and what what's going to make it Very interesting much. is seeing what happens to the Xbox One next week. Is it next week or two weeks? Next week. It's next, next week. Friday. Next yeah. Friday. Seeing what happens Speaking to the Xbox which, One. That's that's odd. This is uh, coming out on Friday. Is new. Yeah, uh, it's smart. We, we because, were, you know, we were games, confused at first. Game consoles and everything used yeah. to always come out on Tuesdays, and games usually still do come out on Tuesdays. Uh, it's really smart because they yep. know that people want to take a day off, and in this case, fewer people will take days off of work. And because because they know they have the whole weekend to play, and you have fewer kids skipping school because they know they have the whole weekend to play. Yeah, that kind of stuff coming out on a Friday is brilliant, and I hope they continue to do so. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we need to see how the Xbox One does next yeah, week. Tuesdays again, never really make sense. As much as we're saying, no, I think it was a tradition thing. Everything yeah. always comes out, so everyone just it's it's suit. retail yep. it's retail dictated thing. Tuesdays are when there are not that many people in the store, so it's easier to stock the shelves Tuesday, Wednesday, and, and have it everything brings, ready brings for the retail. In. Yeah, There's a lot of people in. Yeah. So anyway, uh, next week when the Xbox One hits, we'll see what kind of technical issues they run into. I'm not trying to write a pass for Sony. I have been traditionally a Sony hater, uh, even though it hasn't sounded like it since we've started this podcast. But uh, I've never owned a PlayStation of any sort, and I've never liked the way Sony handled things. But now that they've been the underdog... Uh, Nor have you this. had a Vita or anything like that, right? No, I've never had... the only Okay, Sony devices I've owned, I had a uh, Sony mini disc player. Monitor, I had a maybe? cyber shop TV. A cyber shop. I do have a Sony. Pro. I have a Bravia television upstairs. Camera. Uh, camera. I Sony. I probably got maybe sound system. No, no. In DVD fact, player, VHS player. I may have have. Now I don't think I got any other Sony devices. I'm not a big Sony person. Actually, you know, it's funny. I used to talk about people. I'm like, well, if you want to play the Sony tags, feel free to get a Sony TV. Otherwise, get a Samsung because they make them, which is. Was true in the back in the day. I don't know if it still is. But I've always been a big Samsung fan, but I ended up getting the Sony TV I have now on sale for stupid cheap. So it was like a pre Black Friday or something a while ago, and I've liked it ever since. But um, yeah, I'm not a Sony guy, but I've been you know 
giving, you know, kind of tooting Sony's horn a little bit because I think as the underdog, they've really made a lot of smart decisions. It still doesn't say where the player is going to go and ultimately where the game is going to show up. Being smart does not win a console race because there's a lot of silly PR, too. The funny thing is Microsoft's had the worst PR imaginable in the last six months, but they still have a lot of people who are entrenched. They've had 360s. They've used the 360 for every entertainment-related thing they do for years. So just getting the new one, if you're going to get anything, makes sense. So it's that still remains to be seen. Now, I'm saying we'll wait till next week. We'll see how Microsoft's launching it right after saying, hey, guys, all this stuff that Sony's going through right now, totally understandable. I don't. I haven't heard anything disastrous right. mm. at all yet. I mean, this isn't like the Sims launch or the, the SimCity launch. You know what I mean? This isn't – I haven't heard anything that's been like everything's just blowing up in everyone's face. But – uh, it's expected there's going to be Yeah, problems. yeah, we're we're see, we're seeing the expected stuff. We'll see next week. Uh we might still just see varying levels of the expected stuff of the Xbox One launch, but let me put it this way. If it's any bit worse, that's that's more badness yeah. on top of Microsoft. Yeah. If it's a little Even bit Even if it's not that much. No, if it's, it's a little bit thing. better. If it's a little bit better, I don't think it's going to cut Microsoft any credit. No. If it's perfect, that is the angel, the clouds part. The angels Which, saying the only great thing that I can think happen. We can Microsoft all agree that's point. virtually impossible. Yeah, I, I think so. I'll be shocked. I mean, we're going to be recording again next Saturday, correct? We were planning on doing that Saturday. Yeah, at, you know, during the game apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> so we will we'll be doing the same thing. We'll talk about the first couple of days of of, uh, of Xbox One and what has come of it at that point. But uh, but yeah, everything is kind of you know right now. You know, there's nothing really shocking or surprising out there. Nothing, nothing that looks like, oh man, that's the system to have. That's the game to play. It's kind of like, yeah, well, you know, it's out. the The best games out right now on the systems I could get on PC without the big investment. So you know, and yeah. and for me, I don't. We probably covered this before, but I don't really care about the price point as much. It's the fact that there's nothing interesting me in launch titles. Yeah, there's nothing interesting me. For a while until right. things come out, so I'm I thought, definitely why price would I even sensitive get one? right now. But that wouldn't—I mean, I'm not a hundred dollars price yeah. sensitive. I'm, yeah, it's not going to sway me to. I'm not going to buy the cheaper system because it's a hundred dollars yeah. cheaper. It's a good. I mean, I care, but I don't care that much. Yeah. Also, speaking There's of that, hundred dollars cheaper. I want to call something out. We were watching a lot of unboxing videos and things like that, and watching uh, some some kind of just like hey, the PlayStation launch videos. And I think all but one of them had people using the PlayStation Eye, the new Eye Cam. For uh, the PS4, though, yeah. which looks really cool. Actually. Which looks, yeah, looks pretty cool. They, they brag about the 3D, modeling. if you will, if we, you call it the answer to Microsoft's Connect. Mm-hmm. Um, that does not come with the system, which was misleading yeah. in a lot of these videos because they all are in all of them except one. People like, and here's the here's the iCam. This is how it looks. Yeah, this but is they, how it they, works. they they said that early on. Not no, not in all of them. Oh, no, 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 Sony no. said that all Sony on. said that early on. I'm not talking about Sony. I'm talking about these launch videos. The, yeah. the, all these people who are like unboxing and then there's an iCam magically there. Do yeah. Well, or they talk about the touchpad and how it works, yeah. but it only works that way with the iCam. Yeah. The the that price difference, well, in those functionalities we're not, that we're not describing, it only worked that way. The touchpad works without the iCam. Well, yeah, but the way yeah. they were describing the it. The way we were seeing it in these videos, yes. they were showing examples that did involve the iCam. Um you know the difference, the price difference in the 360. You get the connect with the 360. What um, do And I think the iCam cost sixty or seventy dollars for the PS4. I'm trying to find that right now. I figured that's what you were, your fingers were dancing for. Um, so you know the price difference is not what's going to be what decides it for me. It's going to be what games are on what system and at at the time where I decide I'm willing to make the investment. Yeah. 
And I have no idea when that time's going to be. I still have so many 360 games I haven't played, so many PC games I haven't played. I'm in I'm the just, same boat. And, I, and I'm not willing to ditch that many of them yet. Like some of no, you, sometimes you just because move nothing's on. cross-compatible. Right. So I'm just kind of like, well, I'm just going to sit and wait. Yeah. And uh, uh, You've got things to occupy you until then. Right. Or maybe play till your thing croaks. It's going to happen. Yeah. So I've already had one dead 360. I had a red ring. But yeah, I had a red ring. Mine is... Mine's starting to struggle with the fans. I can hear them working hard. Oh, can you? And it's not... I've never had a problem with my fans It's not that I leave it on very... It seems like it's hard for them to start up, so it's much louder. Yeah. And then it seems to kind of even out, but it's those early telltale signs where you're like, it's starting to get old. And it is old. Did I ever tell you my Red Ring story? From uh, how... Uh, 60 bucks, yeah. I had uh, $60 for the PlayStation I can. I, I had a, a launch window 360, okay? 20 gig hard drive, yada, yada, yada. Red rings. And I had purchased the two year replacement plan from Best Buy. Now, when I went to go get a new one, they didn't have any because it was that whole time when Blu ray beat HD DVD at that one uh, consumer electronics show at CES. Hmm. And, you know, I've, I've shared my cockamamie theme- theory. I don't know if I've shared it on the console where. I believed that at that time, Microsoft was getting ready to announce HD DVD drives in the 360 rather than the, the Kinect uh, and ended up having to undo it because HD DVD was officially killed on the plane ride over while they were delaying the Microsoft press conference. I think they ended up canceling it or canceling the 360 portion of it that day. And there were no 360s in the channel except for the arcade units. So I couldn't get a replacement for my dead 360 from Best Buy. There was not a Best Buy in the Midwest that had a 360. <laughs> and at the time, they were telling people that the elites were canceled. They'd only come out a couple months before. Right. And they were saying they were, the elites are completely canceled. And, and it turned out a couple more months later, they showed back up again. And it was the, the elites were there. And the new 20 gig ones had the HDMI port, which they didn't originally. All that stuff. But well, the part that I ran into that I was really irritated with is there was no way for me to get my uh, save games. Unless I went out and spent, I think at the time, 40 or $50 on a memory pack. Oh, yeah. And moved I, them I, over. Now I remember the story. Yeah, and moved <laughs> them over onto the memory pack that I'm only going to use one time because the thing has a hard drive. Why would I need this, right? right. Yeah. And so I didn't want to spend the money, and I went to McVans, God rest their soul, McVans Video Game Trader, and those guys totally went back in the back. And what I had done is I found a... A hundred and twenty gig hard drive, I think, had just come out. Now maybe I'm getting my wires crossed. But they went back and they made a copy of all my save games for me. Mm, and nice. so they went in because that was the other thing. I could buy the memory pack. I couldn't transfer them. My 360 was dead. Yeah. So these guys took my hard drive and the memory pack I bought from them used. So I got it cheaper and in the back and copied all my stuff over for me. So when I went and swapped my system at Best Buy for the newer one. <sighs> I had them. A gaming store that actually cared about customers. Ah, I miss them. I already yeah. miss them. I loved that place. Man, rest in peace, McVans. Yeah. I wonder I, I wonder I, if the one in Evansville is still open. All of ours are closed. My only regret is I never got to steal that big Pac-Man that was that on the side. That big Pac-Man, man. That was, we had plans yeah. for that Pac-Man. No, you, you laugh about it. I did have plans to go and steal No, I think we Pac-Man. talked about it in one of the first couple podcasts. Yeah, that we did. I actually walk, I run around that block sometimes. I went up there and checked how many screws it was, if I could carry it. <laughs> I didn't do anything, but yeah, I, it was, and then it was gone. Yeah. That stupid flower shop. Opportunity knocks. They should. They probably still have it in there somewhere. The Pac Man flower. I shop. should ask. They put four legs on it. It's just a table in the back where they arrange flowers. <laughs> that'd be that'd be an awesome table. Not for arranging flowers. No, just that's to have like a game table in your basement. That would be. That'd be a great game that'd table. Be neat. Admittedly, it's huge too. That thing's a monster. It would not be hard to make a Pac Man table. I'm just saying. 
True, but I mean that one has history of being like the that's last true. McVans. Yeah, that's true. It's, that was the it McVans. Was the McVans. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. What else is going on in news? I mean, yeah, we can talk about PS4 all day, but who PS4 wants to? comes with HDMI. Oh yeah, it comes that's with worth, HDMI. That's worth cable. noting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fact that they're bundling in the was, cable that you funny. need to connect it to your television. When it's we like, watch, yay! The, uh, that's a, apparently that's something we can't as consumers we have to rejoice. Anybody, it's and true. The videos we watch, they're like. A guy holding up an HDMI, like jumping with his arms in the air. It's got an HDMI. Let's let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Why is it that you know DVD players and all like that don't come with HDMI? It's like printer cables didn't because come with USB cables. They want you cables. to spend sixty dollars in store because people don't know Thank to buy you. them on three. The big thing has always been that it's a cost savings. Well, it's a cost savings because that's added cost. They're trying to keep the cost down. The assumption is that you're replacing a printer that already had one, and so that you already have a cable. And like, it's not to keep the cost down. It's because they want you to spend more money on the other ones. Like I'm, I I'm not a crazy conspiracy theorist, but here's my crazy conspiracy theory: like Best Buy and other big retailers were asking them not to pack them in. Oh yeah, yeah. They were saying, "Don't pack them in. We'll carry your printers, or maybe we'll even spend a couple more bucks on them per unit because we know we can clear a two dollar cable or a cable we pay a buck fifty two dollars for for twenty five dollars." You know it's, what I mean? It's more well, than that. Well, it's, I'm, it's I'm talking about 30, USB 40. cables at this point. Oh, when HDMI's it comes to HDMI are cables, closer to forty. Yeah, at Best Buy, you're paying forty bucks. And for then you a find three dollar cable. You find the same thing on Amazon with more length. Yeah. for literally. Three and let's bucks. give credit where credits due. Cables for less. Yeah, is the website that started popularizing. People yeah. started realizing. Big, Wait a minute, big Ethernet. Well, yeah. you know, places like Best Buy make more money off the cables. Right. Than they do off the big ticket items, right? Well, the big ticket items don't have that much overhead on them. They don't right. have a lot of clearance. Much but markup on them. I will, yeah, markup. I will say though that uh, I knew a guy who worked there, and I said, you know, what's your discount? And I think he said it was ten percent, except on accessories, it was eighty percent. Yep, eighty percent on accessories. So think about that. The next time uh, somebody Best Buy goes, oh, you want to buy Monster Cable for that? I mean, I know we Can sound... Use your 80% discount? We sound so... Fi- yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. I know we sound so five years ago because most people know this, but I still have to yell at people that I know every well, now and then. I don't I'm know like, that that's you true, but... buy a cable... Yeah, you're right. I, I think people need uh, to be reminded that there's still a lot of people out there who think yeah. they need to spend $100 or $50 on a HDMI cable or what have you. Yeah, well, I I've, I've, I've yelled at in-laws before because I've heard in-laws say, well, I got it at Target because I got a discount at Target. And I'm like, really? Is your discount still 20 times the actual price of the item on any other service? You know, on, on What's going yeah. through their heads? Do they think it's a name brand thing? I think for a lot of people, it's just, well, I'm buying the thing here and this guy says it'll work. So I don't have to think. Well, I don't have to employ my brain. They're, so they're, the ignorance factor. They're taking it's it's the cables. willing ignorance. It's not really like they know they're not ignorant. They know they can figure it out, but they just don't want to. So that's American laziness. I think so. Yeah. I well, think so. But to me, to it's about thing. defeating the man. The, the cables used to be a thing. If you bought a cheap cable, you're not going to get a good connection. But well, with digital, yeah. that's or not a thing Sort of. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day yeah. when everything was analog, if everything right. was analog and it was traveling over a longer distance, meaning more than the three or six foot cables, you know. Or if yeah. it was in a place where it could get hit. Yeah, things, things that got yeah. knocked or, around by or a cat interference. Or you could get interference from interference. like heavy electricity, right. heavy, heavy like if you had a blender too close to your Nintendo Microwave, or something. Garage you door. could see interference. In garage doors. That's a good one. It is. You could see interference on those things. Now everything's digital, or almost everything's digital. If you have the connection, it's there. It's there. There is no quality. There's no degradation. It, the only the first time you see drop in quality, you're going to see like the crazy blocks on the screen. 
You know what I mean? Where it's like literally, it's like if you have anybody who has satellite TV and has been through a storm knows what it's like where you start losing the signal and everything just turns into like zombie blocks of, of no! terror hell. Yeah. It's literally pixelation. hell, the, the butthole of hell opening up and horrible, frightening things spilling out into your screen. That's what a de- degraded digital signal looks like. If you're not seeing that, you know, if the picture and the sound are coming through, they're there. There is no quality yeah. difference. So when you go spend $60 on an HDMI cable or even worse, $120 on an HDMI cable, you are, you know, the, the old Bugs, Bug, Bugs Bunny cartoons where they'd hold still and like you just see the overlay of a donkey with the sign jackass hanging off their neck. That's you. Yeah. That's you when you do that. You're setting money on fire and you're giving it to the big no. box retailers that also, right. by the way, are helping murder all of the, like the smaller, more knowledgeable retail places where you might be able to find. I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean to go sound completely hippie there. No, no, granted, I, there I, are, I do a lot of big box shopping. There is myself. different quality in cables. It's not, it's not, the signal isn't the, the it's not the only thing. Sometimes the, the connectors can go bad. The connectors can work the, loose. The actual coating around the cable, you know, might, you can get a little bit better quality there as far as being thicker. So, it, you know, if you're rolling your, right. your uh, chair over a hundred times, right. it doesn't break but as much. But if the but cost difference is $3 exactly. versus like, oh, let's go a cheap HDMI cable, $3 versus 22 you can replace that cable six times with an yeah. Amazon Prime. And where's the cab- where's <laughs> you know? the cable at? It's behind your TV. It's not going to get ran over by a chair a right, hundred times. Right. If you have cables that you do, if you do video work and you run from place to place a lot and you're constantly hooking things up and tearing them down, first off, you already know what cables that you're going to buy. And, stuff like that. and it's still not going to be the ones they sell at Best Buy. You're still yeah. buying them off a website. You're still getting them cheaper, but you're paying more than maybe the $3 yeah. ones and stuff like that. So people, big please. Lots. Oh, yeah, Big, big Lots. lots. Big lot. I've bought like Phillips. I buy, I buy name brand HDMI cables at Big Lots, and it's like I think the most I've ever paid was like I think it was twelve dollars for a fifteen foot HDMI cable. I'm like that's still less than a dollar a foot. I'm good, <laughs> you know. And it had like the, you know the gold brass connectors on the end, which of course there's no advantage to that. No. But and the clear, you could see like the threading around the ca- cables and the clear cables and stuff. And I was like, these are nice. I'll pay twelve bucks for these, sure. sure. But, yeah. Now, one of the things we did see about the PS4 was ah, the, in, in reference to HDMI was the uh, HDCP. Oh, yeah. We were watching an unboxing video where this rather excitable gentleman was uh, hooking up, his, firing up his PS4 for the first time over a live stream. And he got the HDCP error, which is the high definition uh, uh, copyright. Um, which you, you might have heard me say before. I think we talked on the podcast how I bought a Roku 3 and couldn't use it on my 720p TV because when I hooked it up via HDMI, it said HTCP error. And I was like, are you kidding me? I'm just trying to stream movies and stuff, which exactly what they don't want you recording streaming movies. But yeah. the funny thing was the audio was there, but it would cut out every time I tried to fire <laughs> up anything. So it was just it's one of those nightmares where they've really never figured out where the line is when it comes to protecting materials like who are you punishing are there way more people who aren't breaking the law getting screwed than there are people who yeah. are breaking the law yes definitively well, and, yes and, and sony said that they weren't going to have that yes only but the only for the uh, sony said on the ps4 if you are watching movies or something like that or watching blu-rays then hdcp would be enabled yeah this guy fired it up couldn't even see the dashboard is he got an hdcp error which, of course, we laughed because he's like, you weren't supposed to do this. You said you wouldn't do it. And so it was it was unintentionally pretty entertaining for us. But, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things you got to be aware of. You're always, always rolling the dice. Um, oh, I do have a Sony speaker bar underneath my Sony TV upstairs. Click. 
Yeah, and that will give you HTCP errors with a lot of older uh, HDMI devices if you try to go through that. The speaker bar also has video receiver and switcher, and it will it will have that problem. So I only have an old D, like a single DVD player and my DirecTV box up there, nothing else, because I just don't want to mess with it. It's yeah. like, I don't know if it's going to work, so I'm just going to avoid it. <laughs> yeah. So, And that's sad. It's sad that we have to deal with that junk as consumers because they think it's helping them get around pirates, which, of course, it's not. No. You know? So what are you going to do? Eh? Eh. Vote with your dollars, even though you don't know until you get it home and hook it up, find out you're screwed, and take it back. Screwed. Take a stand. Uh, what other news? Do we have anything else we really want to cover? We, of course, talked a lot about the PS4. It's kind of the thing that's going on right now. Yeah, I guess, I mean, since it launched and stuff, it's kind of a big deal. But... I know Howie was really brokenhearted about the Zune marketplace shutting down. Uh, yeah, I about cried. If anyone cares about uh, Dota 2, there's a big update for New Heroes out. Yeah. Original Heroes. Not yeah. worth going into, but... yeah. If you were I taking, have heard that taking, now that that update is now starting the Halloween festival dire that they did Dire Tide, which yeah. is the Halloween uh, and what's the word I'm like where Anna Hollow Anna what's the word What I'm, are you trying to say I'm trying to say the word it's the thing that is Halloween in Dota two There's a word for that it I swear it's called Dire Tide That's all I <laughs> I'm not saying a Dota two word I'm saying an English language word where something represents something else in a different something Ah. Yeah, well, clearly. Get back to me on that. I, but for some reason, anagram keeps coming to head, which obviously we know it's not anagram. No, it's an anagram. It's an, an, an analogy comes from the same word. I, I don't know. Either way, it is the uh, – It's. I'm sure I'm going to get an angry text message in the next couple of days from somebody we know going, it's this word. You suck. Um. So, yes. it, yeah, they didn't do it over Halloween. And a bunch of players who are waiting for upset. it, very, very upset. And now part of this patch, they are, it is going on until like the – what? End of November, beginning of December? Uh, I don't remember the ending date. I think it's end of November sometime. Probably. Probably around Thanksgiving or something Well, like that. and they they do a Christmas thing similar. Right. So they'll probably start uh, that mid-December. This mid word December. for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. So uh, I, I bet that one will go up until late November, early December at the yeah. latest. They'll take a week or two off and then bring the Christmas one out. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's going on. That's a thing. Yeah. You never want to miss out on those holiday things. I'm kind of PO'd because Rare I did items. not play Guns of Icarus over uh, Halloween with you guys, and everybody got all these, like, hats and things that they unlocked I in Guns of Icarus. And I, they're like, yeah, you want to get a good hat. And I'm like, I don't have them. Yeah, you do. You got to go into this thing. Okay, I am. Where are they? Well, oh, well, click yeah, on this. I guess you don't have all right, I've clicked on this. Now tell me where they are because I've already looked at all this because I know how this works. Now, everyone go away because I already feel bad about the fact that I didn't play last week. Uh, if there's any Guns of Icarus developers uh, listening, please send uh, Noah Job your special items that he missed uh, out d- on. D- dual Eclipse as well. Dual please. Eclipse, yes. Yeah. Both of us are desperate for We our, need cosmetics. We need we need witches' hats. Error, error. We need cosmetics. <laughs> <laughs> so please, please do that. Um, yeah, anything, anything Steam is now allowing, allowing background downloading. Really? Oh, Wait, is that at op- last. is that an option or is it guaranteed to happen? <laughs> Chris wants, Chris wants uh, an entire dev doc, either a design. I want to know if it's going to mess up my games or if I can turn uh, it off. Well, no, I'm sure when you're playing multiplayer, it will still be turned off. But yeah. right now, anytime you launch a game, it it stops the download. Like a single right player now, game. it does. Yes. Yeah. I would love to know that when if I'm going to fire up a single-player game, that all of my downloads will continue, because that's a nice thing to do while you're waiting for games to download, yes. to play a single-player yeah. game. I so. just hope that they're smart enough to do that and not just leave it open for options. This is Valve we're talking about? I, I'm well aware, but there are some multiplayer games where it doesn't much matter if you're playing super competitive laggy. 
I mean, you could be playing casual multiplayer. Yeah. Where it, the maybe they don't Kinda. care that they have stuff downloading in the background. I just hope they maybe it'll be a toggle on and off, or we'll do only single player, right. which is fine with me. Yeah, because that you're right. It's, you can it's a good thing uh, you can do. tell at what time you want to download stuff. <sighs> really, I can set download appointments. Well, yeah. so set it through the your, night. Yeah, you can set, so it set it like night. start at three a.m. or something like you yep. would schedule your Windows updates or something like Ugh. that while the game is playing. Yeah, it, and this is a per game setting. So if you're if you're playing a specific game, you don't want it to download in the background while you're playing that game. Yeah, you can set that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff. Yep. Hey, why things. don't we just jump right into emails? Emails. Let's get to the let's get to the phones, guys. Pick up your rotary phone. Click, I, I don't have to. Ding Hey, actually, this one doesn't came in an email. Came in as a as a post on our Facebook page, Facebook page, which you can find at Facebook Facebook We'll try that one more time. Facebook.com slash Better Kind. Mister Drew Ward. Wired. Drew, uh, middle name Montgomery Ward. Wired. Uh, wired. Oh, it is wired. When I hold my phone closer to my eye face, I can see that. Drew, wired. Weird? Wired? Is it wired? Do you know this for a fact? I know this for a fact. Oh, okay. <laughs> Owned. Yeah. I was like, uh, hey, he asked this, uh, Drew, Mr. Drew Wired, asked us if we've uh, if we've talked about Steam Boxes. Obviously, he's a new listener because, ooh. Indeed, we have, and we conti- will continue to, sir. Uh, he says, uh, if Valve releases Half-Life 3, does it make sense for them to take the Nintendo first-party path and make it exclusive to their uh, consumers, which would sell uh, or sell Steam machines, focus on moving software, and make it uh, cross-platform? So he's saying, is Valve going to hold their cards close to their chest with Half-Life 3 the way Nintendo does with all of Nintendo properties? And and I don't he know sent an that. edit and said, or focus on... Moving software. Oh, I got to read more stuff? Uh, this is right above the next one. I just raced through it. For, well, gotcha. Make it cross-platform, I think, is the answer to that. I don't know if when Half-Life 3 ever happens, because obviously there's always something happening with Half-Life 3, but nothing ever seems to happen. <laughs> like finish happening right. with Half-Life 3. There's always something in the cooker, nothing ever on the table. Um but Valve has said that they have no interest in exclusive games right now. Now, that's them talking as Steam, as the makers of Steam and the new Steam OS. They're saying, we're not interested in uh, platform specifics. We're, we want games to be for everybody. Right. Now, does that carry over into Valve the developer, into the developer of games, if they actually do develop games? Yeah, will Valve develop we- Half-Life Three, Will Half Life Three, yeah, be on consoles? consoles. Uh, uh, Half Life Two was on PC well before it was on consoles. Half Life right. One was on PC well before it was on consoles. If you will argue that those console versions of Half Life One were ever actually real games, because uh, <laughs> I would say they are not. Um, I would say that that's going to be a business decision that has nothing to do with their platform. I don't. I'm going to say that's anything they're worried about. Yeah, I don't think they're saying we're definitely not doing this. They're saying. We'll leave it open. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I think Valve's going to be if they if they get around to doing it. I think their mindset with any game is going to be if we feel like our development will pay back to and we can if we put it more development into porting it over to these consoles. I think it's the same decision it's always been. It's like, well, yeah. if we can make money and it's worth our time to do it and it's something we want to do, sure. I don't think I really don't think 
given their current philosophy, that they would say, no, we're going to keep it solely on our machine as an incentive for people to come play our machine. Right. Yeah. Or, or, never been or our machine about. and PC, just to keep people yeah. playing it on our machine and PC. That's They've said that they're not going to behave that way in they've general never, when it comes to they've SteamOS. They've never shown anything to behave Yeah, they're not way. making any deals yeah, with developers. They're not, yeah, they're not for, making deals. They're not paying out money to have exclusive deals. They're not. Yeah, they're not making any deals with developers for exclusivity. And so I really don't think, I mean, it could be. It could be. This is a new game for them. It could be they just decide, you know what? Why bother? We've got it here and people can come along. But again, I think that's just more of the philosophy of the wins at Valve. Yeah. It's kind of like And their reasoning behind it is not as selfish. Yeah, as it's the not way like it's, it's not like this is how we're going to get them. It's yeah. more like It's like eh, it's not worth it. Yeah, it's not we're not going to make enough money back. If they felt like Guys, we could make for the amount of development it would take us to port this over. We could come back fourfold, fivefold. Sure, they may absolutely yeah. do it. Now, of I course, they they announced they're not going to have exclusivity deals right after uh, Microsoft announced that they did have one. Right, this was uh, so it was right more of a in response PR to thing. Microsoft saying that Titanfall will not be coming. It was Titanfall, correct? Yeah. Will not be yeah. coming to PlayStation Four. Ever because before it was it was supposed to be uh, Microsoft gets it first on 360 PC and Xbox One or maybe Xbox One and 360 and then PC and then it was always up in the air that it would show up on PS4 and Microsoft had just apparently signed the contract paid the money to say no 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 it's just it's just Xbox One and those other things yeah. but not PS4 yeah it's just Xbox One PS4, and that other stuff which is hilarious because it's going to be on PC and then does that mean but Microsoft doesn't look it through at Steam Microsoft, and then it's going to be on the Steam machine Microsoft benefits from it being on PC as well if it's on the Steam machine well, do if they? It, well if it's it who knows they're developing it for Windows who knows if they'll develop it for uh, Linux right no I or I, whatever so I I agree but still yeah. It's. I. I still say Microsoft's not that forward thinking. They're still the Steam machines on yeah. their radar, but it's way out in the outer rings, man. I agree. They are really, really not really playing that out because they don't know how it's going to play out. They're in the real deal already. Valve's not yet. Valve's no, not yet. No, Valve's no, got, a got a lot of people way. excited and stuff like yeah. that, but they're they not a long way really to go in to the actually pond get yet. there. Right, and and even then they're going to be. In, it's a different, a whole different set of waters. Yeah, I, again, I'm uh, as I stated before. I'm super excited about the steam machines, especially right. the possibilities. But you know, it's a lot of talk, and and you know, I know there's been people playing with like the controllers and things like that, and a lot of good responses. But yeah, we'll see. Right, we had another question come in on the Facebook page from Mister Steve Petrie. Uh, uh, he says, uh, "Why does EA slash Dice slash Origin suck so hard?" Well, the answer to that, my friend, is because it does. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> True. I know. I know the the background behind his question, and I'm going to go ahead and give it. Uh, he was excited to play Battlefield Four. He was a Battlefield 1942 fan, still is to this day. Will still play Battlefield 1942, yep. even though to me that's like having my teeth pulled out with no Novocaine. Uh, and it was kind of back then. It's never been my style. I did, however, play Battlefield 2 and 2142, so God knows what's wrong with me, because I really enjoyed 2142, and that game was straight up broke. <laughs> but um, uh haven't played Battlefield 3. Have it on Origin right now, but I've never played it. He uh he I think he played a little bit of Battlefield 2, didn't like it very much, but he's you know, he's got this clan that he played with and all these people and they're like, Hey, we're gonna watch Battlefield 4. And he's like, hey, I got a decent PC. You know, it's not a gaming rig, but it's a decent PC. I'm gonna go to a store and buy a box that has a disc in it that says Battlefield 4 on it. Now, if he'd said this to me before he did it, I would have tried to smack some sense into him or at least grab him by the lapel. 
because he was wearing a fancy jacket in my mind, mm. and mm. and just plead with him to do otherwise. But no. I was not there. But there, it's obvious there are still a lot of people that do this. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they well, wouldn't have it in the stores. Especially people who are old guard. See, I look at Steve. He's never going to listen to this, but if you were to, I look at Steve as a, he's an old guard PC player. He still yeah. he plays PCs like the PC is a console. You know, you yeah. go to the store, you buy a disc, you read the, you know, you read the the manual or something like that. And I didn't even know that was a thing. Honestly, once I, the last once I few discovered times, Steam, I didn't. The even last few care. times I've looked at PC games at stores. I mean, the last I think the last box copy I bought anything is Old Republic up there, uh, but that's because it was the special super box copy that I ordered way in advance, right? So, yeah. I I the last few times, you know, and then we're talking years ago when I would go to Best Buy and actually just casually peruse the PC games. Yeah. It was all like the D and E tier like properties like Sherlock Holmes and the blah 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 and stuff like that. like games that were not really in IPs that had any type of weight to them. I've actually heard the Sherlock Holmes games are Holmes games are pretty good. Yeah. But, Reader um, Rabbit games. But like nice the like, too. you know, seven different casino style games, like the kind of yeah. stuff you sell to a to World of Warcraft grandparents. Still, still on there. Well, yeah, those games are there. The <laughs> Diablo true. chests are still there. Because people those are things that people collect. Yeah, those are games that have collectability to yeah. them, and those boxes they do look nice. They they do. I I love the fact that in our doom room that that Brad's got them like velcroed all yeah, over the walls. I think that's I think, and I used to do that with when I played World of Warcraft. And I got all those expansions. Yeah, it was neat to have those kind of up on the wall. I think yeah. I think at some point I've we're actually told have my a, wife I want to take all my old games and stuff and make a game table and lacquer the boxes flat out. Yeah, that well, maybe I, a glass. Yeah. I, th- I think yeah. at some point though I'm going to buy a monitor and just display all the game images from Steam. On there and mount it to the wall. <laughs> nice. That's neat. what we'll do in the future. Yeah. So, I mean, he did that. He got home. He installed it. He had tr- problems installing it. Of course, he had to create an Origin account or sync it with his Origin account, and that wasn't working properly. And he finally got it installed correctly, fired it up. It wouldn't run. It boot back out, kicked him to the desktop. And he was just so furious, and he's like, this is the worst thing ever, Ron! I guess you got, you've got you told me that he's since said he's got it working. Yeah. There, uh, but after the first couple days, he was PO because he's like, I can't take yeah. the game back. I can't play it, and I can't take it back because I have an open copy. And I I, I suddenly went, well, if you bought it on Origin, they have a policy where you can return it within 24 hours. And now I've not done that. I don't know That's how fairly new, actually. Maybe. That is I, fairly new. It's we, only a couple months old. That. Yeah. Uh, it's good to mention to people out there. Yeah. You know, the, the takeaway from this. Yeah, if you go out and buy a box copy retail store, cannot take them back if you have an open copy of a game because as far as they know you've already gone and installed it because games don't have to usually sit in the drive anymore so or you know or if it's a game that's available on steam you've gone and synced it to your steam account yeah you know so they cannot take box copies of games back especially pc games so if you're trying to figure out do i get the box copy or do i get the digital only or get the steam version i say if it's on steam always steam it's just if it's on steam Always Steam because it's going to be there for you and it's easier and it just and it's on your cloud most. It's of the time. A, yeah, you, that's something that's just going to be just, there for you. You don't have to worry about a disc a being scratched option. or anything. Yeah. Now, when it comes to Origin, don't buy them. You got to. <laughs> <laughs> that's my motto. At that point, you got to weigh your options because yeah, as I've told the story and po- posted the story on the website on betterkind.com. Posted it. I straight up posted it. You know. <laughs> so anyway, I get the story and I'm going to stop that now. Yeah, I got please. the story up on the website and and of just my. Horrible experience with uh, the Sims 3 stuff that I got off a of Humble Bundle, uh, and I've still never played. I've never played a Sims game, but um, I was trying to register it all in Origin, and it was just miserable, miserable experience. So, but odds are, I would imagine most people when they go in and just and you just go onto Origin and buy a game, 
that it's going to go off with relatively without a hook as long as it was developed well enough to work. <laughs> and that yeah. EA doesn't appear to have been, the as a publisher, the greatest stickler for the developers and them working together to make sure their stuff works lately. So I will say EA Games, they have a wide catalog, and they're some of the greatest games ever made in that catalog. However, these days you're rolling the dice. So just, you know, it's something you got to consider. It's something you got to consider anytime yeah. you're doing any of that stuff. So anyhow, uh, that brings us, I think, well, well, well you we know, one more question. We, we do have another question. Let's make yeah, Howie well, read it in one of his accents. Read it. Uh, hello, governor. Hey, so uh, <laughs> that's the best one yet. <laughs> what, what do you think of Stephen's? Uh, have you been reading stories to your Stephen daughter's doing audio voice? Stephen Elop's comments about possibly selling off the Xbox if it becomes if he becomes Microsoft's first off CEO. I'm not you listening sound to like the, a, I've, like a gremlin I've been not listening awesome. to the question at all because I've just been enjoying the no, voice. so yeah. first off I'm gonna he say sounds that sounds like a little witch but secondly uh, yeah yeah secondly I want to name this character I want to bring him back yes okay uh, no we have him. We'll just have to do this again he's like a gremlin witch uh, we this character needs a name which he, he's like he's like a little a little gross wizard or something like that what was the, what was definitely the, old and hunched over and big old nose with warts yeah hogmas definitely hogmas Hogmas, yeah. Hogmas, Hogmas. Uh, 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 I, I got. I need a last name. Rutherford. Dwarfing. Hogmas Rutherford. <laughs> Rutherford. I like Hogmas <laughs> Rutherford uh, Esquire. <laughs> the third. <laughs> the third. Yes. Hogmas Rutherford. Okay, I can, love we, it. can we read the question again? Because I didn't yeah, hear a You might have to do it a regular voice, because otherwise I'm going to yeah, enjoy it way yeah. too much. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of uh, Stephen Elop's comments about possibly selling off the Xbox if he becomes Microsoft's CEO? Stephen Elop's, yeah, I was just going to give the background, but it was included on the back end of that question. Uh, yeah, he's been, he's one of the candidates to take over the CEO as Microsoft, and he's saying that he's thinking about getting rid of the entertainment division, including Xbox, and selling it off. Yeah. Um, I think that'll probably keep him from getting hired. Yeah, and if it doesn't, I think even whiffing that out is yeah. I like, think uh, if it if it what? doesn't keep him from getting hired, it'll be part of the negotiations before he starts that he doesn't do that. I don't think Microsoft <laughs> has any interest in doing that because it's their entertainment division that has completely shaped everything that they're doing with Windows. Yeah, all of that has spawned from the entertainment division. They are the ones, I mean, that is the whole direction they're taking everything. So unless Microsoft is actually waking up, and I've not heard this, if they are waking up and hearing the fact that nobody really likes Windows 8 that much, and nobody really like, you know, if they're really going to change direction, which they do need a change in direction, if they're going to go back the other way, I think we're going to hear a lot more of that rumbling from the top than just a prospective new CEO. Well, it wasn't just, it wasn't just Xbox, it was also Bing. Yeah. Oh yeah, and also getting rid of Bing. So it's kind of like now I now here's the thing, Bing. N- not a lot of us have ever really understood why Bing needed to happen. No, Microsoft I still don't understand. That. Microsoft saw money in something, but we knew they were never going to be as good at it in most respects as Google. Okay, hey, how can you? I mean, they right. are the bar. They didn't right. set the bar. They are the bar. Right. And well, it's kind of like yeah, Microsoft's biggest thing is they wanted to compete with everybody in all spaces. Yeah, exactly. And they're spreading And thin. I do agree that they need to regather and refocus, but I do not think that Xbox is the one you want to chop loose. No, that's the one you'd want to focus on. Because more. if they if they aren't going to change their strategy for moving more of moving computing more into the living room, if they're not going to compete with the fact that a lot of people aren't going to have PCs, a lot of people are going to have tablets. 
and stuff that works with their TVs. Yeah. We're going to simplify. If they're not going to compete with that, that means they're going back to, well, unless they do something amazing, they're going back to just regular old operating systems and clickety-clackies. And there's not enough in the market right now to make that profitable enough for what they are used to. It's a bold statement, but I don't disagree. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of like, you know, and you, Microsoft's too big to just be a tablet operating system. I mean, they've got... Unless they've they need revolutionized to focus, something, they, need they to, can't. They, they, it feels like they could benefit from focusing, but right now they don't know what to focus on. So you can't just decide what you're going to get rid of until you've said what the vision is. Yeah. So I don't know that this guy actually has a new vision. Until I would be I heard interested it. to hear what is what he's thinking saying that. Well, now, I, th- I think I think the the major thing that he is thinking is... Because first of all, when you read deeper, it's he would consider it, right? So it's not like I'm Still, going to go though, in and lop it off. He would I need think to have his, a plan. I think is what he's considering more is let's focus Microsoft. Yeah, and I and I don't well. disagree with that. However, now can I turn the tables on this? Absolutely. Would Xbox division benefit from not being a part of Microsoft? Uh, I think so. I think they probably would. I think at they, this point I think they, they could. I think I, I think, think a ten lot of years the, ago, no, no, absolutely not. They needed that backbone, but I think now, especially with the all of the fumblings we've seen over the last six months, I think we've seen what it looks like when a company's like, "We got all the infrastructure in the world behind us, and we've been successful. We don't even need to. We're going to think with our butts. We don't even need to use our brains. This is what my butt thinks." <laughs> and then everybody goes, "What? Are you kidding me?" And yeah, runs in the other direction. Right. They go, "Oh crap." I'm going to use my brain thinker. You know, it's like they've been they've been big and dumb. Now, if they could get sold to a company that could more exclusively focus on it, on Xbox and what Xbox is doing, rather than trying to rope it in with every other division and make sure everything works together, I got to think that's a, that's an advantage. The problem is losing the network infrastructure and all that stuff, unless it was negotiated in as part of the sale that there would be like a lease for so long on the network infrastructure, things like that. I think that would be a huge blow because that's thing where Microsoft has always had a leg up is the network infrastructure for the support of Xbox. So it's kind of like, it's a, I I think they're definitely at least in spirit could be a lot of benefit from Xbox being apart from Microsoft, but in terms of financial, you know, and just, technical capability i don't know i don't know it's hard to tell it's hard to it's hard to lop off the arm and see if it would keep working without the rest of the body you know and it's a risk that you can't go back from no yeah exactly that's one that if they were going to do it they would have to figure out a way to bake it off so gradually you know yeah they'd have to treat that thing like a souffle i mean they would just have to be careful a very slow roasted yeah a slow roasted souffle (laughs) (laughs) yes a nice juicy souffle exactly (laughs) boom slow roasted culinary speak that's what we do hey so if you want to get a hold of us again go to facebook gosh with the (laughs) facebook killing me go to facebook.com slash better kind and post your comments. Uh, you can tweet us at BetterKind. You can email us uh, at GameCastAtBetterKind.com. But that segues into our announcement bum, bum, bum. that we were making our big announcement that I teased earlier in the podcast is that uh, if you've been listening for a while or if you're a new listener and you've just subscribed, this will only affect you in a small way. But we are going to be changing the name of the GameCast. We will be, at least for the time being, retiring the GameCast name. Am I right, boys? Yes. yes. Correct me if I'm wrong on anything. We are we're narrowing a path that will not affect what we well, actually, exactly. Actually, we're actually 
we're uh, making we're, ourselves. We're, the name is. We are correctly. focusing. We're, we're pulling a Microsoft. <laughs> we're pulling a, What's that guy's name? The CEO wannabe. What's his, uh, we're doing to him. Stephen Elop. <laughs> See, we're we're pulling we're, an Elop. We're we're, 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 we're straight this. up Elop. We're gonna guys. we're gonna Elop. We are gonna focus yeah. the gamecast. Whereas right now we talk about just about anything. We instead are gonna focus it to talk about just about anything. However. <laughs> yep. What we're going to do is we've realized that in the time that we've been doing this, especially during the console switch, the cycle change, that we've been focusing a lot on a, on a budget gaming, you know, and the fact that, you know, all of us work full time jobs, you know, uh, Howie and me are dads, you know, married and Chris, God knows what he does with his time. But, <laughs> you know, we realized that we've kind of a lot of focused on on budget gaming, gaming on the cheap, finding the best value for your games. And we're like, you know what? That might be a good niche for us to dig into. Now, what does this mean? To you, the listener. Well, it means that as long as you stay subscribed, nothing except you might see a new name and graphic on the podcast when you when it's downloaded, and you'll save some money. Yeah, <laughs> but as you have we're also already. going to be we're going to make a you know we talk a lot about the sales and humble bundles and things like that where we find good deals on games. We're going to make that a weekly segment where we are actually going to focus uh, a portion of the podcast on these are the deals this week and talking about the games that we play on those because again yeah. we're doing it already yeah we're just going to polish it up a little bit right we're still going to shoot the shoot the crap we're still going to talk about nonsensical stuff so if, yeah, you know, for those of you stuff, who don't like yeah. that part you know yeah, yeah. piss off and don't piss off keep downloading and listening but just keep hating that part um <laughs> That kind <laughs> or, of stuff. or learn to love it. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Come on, join hands. Kumbaya, man, bra. Come on, man, yeah. bra. But yeah, uh, so there, you shouldn't see a lot of change. But you are you are going to hear us uh, referring to the podcast of a different name. The Gamecast is going to go on the show. We might bust it out every now and then for a special occasion, uh, special Gamecast. Uh, but but yeah, as of uh, next week, you will see that we will be uh, called Press Play to Save. It's funny because see, sometimes you got to press like A or start or back, but in this case, you're pressing play, and then we'll tell you, be telling you about uh, the deals that are out there, so we can become your go-to news source for good deals that you can find each week on games uh, of various types. We obviously a lot of PC games easily slip in there, but we are definitely going to be looking for uh, console game sales, even in the retail space and stuff like that, yeah. and bringing that information to you. We will also be delivering that along uh, uh, along our new uh, Twitter handle, which is at Press Play to Save. And uh, we uh, and that's T.O., not two. We're not that cutting edge, guys. Come on. Reel it in. Uh, <laughs> we want you to we'll, we want you to subscribe to that. Of course, we'll be promoting that on the Better Kind Twitter and on uh, on the Facebook page. Uh, Facebook page is going to remain the same. Our web, website will still be betterkind.com. We will still be Press Play to Save, a subsidiary yeah. of Better Kind something we haven't figured out what better kind is but it's still betterkind.com and uh yeah. and we want you, and we have not lost focus of course on some of the other projects that we've got in the incubator and yeah. stuff like that all that's still going on but we are going to refocus this podcast uh but hopefully if you never yeah. even look at maybe you're blind and you just kind of like know where to click on your iPhone just a cuz you know, you're like, I know if I click here, it starts this podcast. The only thing you're going to hear differently is me saying a different name of the podcast at the top. Otherwise, everything should be strikingly familiar to you. We definitely don't want to upset the fruit basket too yeah. much. Well, and we, and we enjoy talking about the news uh, topics of the week. Yeah. And we enjoy talking about what we're playing. We enjoy getting emails and questions and answering those. So. Right. And we're not going to not talk about new big games and big consoles and stuff like that. But like you've heard the three of us say, we're not buying them now because we're just a little too tight to take the risk. And I think we're, we're just, we're going to, you 
you know, clamp on to that tight buttedness and actually uh, try to take advantage, squeeze all of the delicious brown juice from it. Mm, yeah. Oh, so, Thank so, you for that. So come visual. listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come along and listen to us squeezing brown butt juice. And with that, <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap up episode 25 for now. The final episode of the Better Kind Gamecast, and next week dun, dun, you will see. You can't do the. Dun, 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 you got to do it like a like a trumpet. Dun dun dun. Makes sounds like you're doing it on like an organ. Oh, I don't have an iPad. <laughs> yes, you do. It's right there. It's I'm not I'm hooked up. Looking right at it. <laughs> oh, uh, you hold it up to the microphone. That'll oh. only sound completely horrible. <laughs> so anyway, thanks for tuning in, everybody. You'll hear from us same place uh, next week, and also uh, episode next week, like this week, will be going up on Saturday. So if you look for it on Tuesday night or Wednesday night, you will be sadly uh, uh, disappointed. And whereas next week it'll be the first episode of Press Play to Save, but we will also be talking about Xbox One launch and comparing it to PS4 launch. So it should be a seamless transition and we look forward to seeing you guys on the other side of the fence. In the meantime, we out! <laughs> <laughs>